Right to Brighton is recorded live in front of a YouTube audience. Spiki and I really should be the first people you, you turn to. Anytime there's a big event, you turn to us first, we'll, we'll sort you out. We'll tell you exactly what to think. Don't, don't go out there and think anything out of your mouth. That would be dangerous. President Trump today answered written questions submitted by the special counsel's office. The FBI has designated the far right Taliban as an extremist group. I hereby grant you a full pardon. All right. Okay. Hey, here we are yet again. I know it's been a little bit. It's it's rough doing these things only only once a week. And then uh, I don't know if you guys have noticed, but sometimes um, you know I don't even upload some of them over to the RSS feed because they're mostly just so bad. And I figure like, why put in the the extra work? Uh, I you know <laughs> like ah, ah, it is what it is, but. Uh, yeah, I mean, you're, you're either joining us tonight, uh, one of the one of the few but proud, the OIWD, or it is Thanksgiving Day, and uh, you're you're probably sitting there with your family. I mean, hopefully, um, hopefully things aren't so tense that you don't get to see them. You're not in a, a similar situation that I'm in, uh, but you know, it, it's crazy because I remember doing the the episode last year, uh, the Thanksgiving episode last year. Uh, with Spicky, uh, who's who's here again? How's it how's it going, Spicky? Oh, uh, not bad, man. This is my least favorite holiday, by the way. It's terrible. Why is that? I don't want to see my family, and it's just not. It, I don't know. And then, like the day after, after you eat and get fat and shit, like traffic just gets horrible for thirty days. Right. It, like Black Friday is the worst day of the year. It's terrible. Yeah, I don't know why anybody does the Black Friday thing where you can just do shopping online, you know? And they even like Cyber Monday, like that that all originated because people didn't readily have the internet available and it was like Monday they'd go shopping for online deals at work. Uh and then now it's like who gives a flying fuck? Like Black Friday deals started 2 days ago and then they go until like December 3rd, you know? Um so I don't I don't know why anybody does the does the Black Friday stuff, but I guess it's I don't know some kind of weird family tradition for some people. So maybe there's that. I'm not a big Thanksgiving fan either. Um, I mean it's an okay thing. I liked it more last year. I do. Do you remember us recording the Thanksgiving show last year? I was thinking about that today. I do. I remember being pretty drunk that day. So you know, we haven't made much oh, progress. That's then. <laughs> so. Yeah. How so, else are you gonna I, I don't I think I've done like one of one or two of these shows sober. I mean why start now? Yeah, I'm trying I'm trying to situate my uh my cigar to where the uh the, the, the smoke that's being sucked into the uh air purifier doesn't uh totally mask the uh mask the camera there. But yeah, I don't know. I, I'm pretty sober right now. I, I've been working all damn day and then uh just finally getting some drinks. I forgot ice. I was like, I'm going to finish off some of this vodka, and I fucking forgot ice. So that's upsetting. Oh, fuck. 
don't don't do shots of that shit, man. It's so bad. Nah, it's gross. But there, there's a. I mean, you we got a lot of we got a fuck ton of stuff to talk about. You're uh, you're, you're chock full of energy today, Spicky. Um, I I am. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, al- and alcohol. Yeah. Well. So obviously the president, before we really get started in the show, I just thought that this was really fucking funny. Uh, the president already does the pardon thing, you know, we're going to pardon a turkey. I, I, I. I, I'm not a big fan of it. I think it's just pointless bullshit. Uh, it doesn't even really fit Donald Trump to do. Uh, you heard a clip of it in the intro. I guess there was peas and carrots and they voted online, which seems a, a little sick. Uh, but PETA was pissed about this, Specky. Uh, this is from PETA.org. The presidential turkey pardon is fake news. In keeping with an inflated and misguided tradition, President Donald Trump will soon pardon a turkey so the bird won't uh, be killed to become a Thanksgiving centerpiece. But let's clear up a couple misconceptions. First, per- turkeys don't need to be pardoned. They aren't serving five to ten years for armed robbery. Oh, got him, PETA. The genius is over there. Oh, man. That's, uh, that, that, with, with writing like that, I am surprised that they are stuck writing for this website. Uh, well, they have in parentheses here. Although considering the massive amounts of antibiotics that farms pump into these birds during a few short months of their lives, a case could possibly be made for drug charges. They're not even funny, really. When they're like trying to be funny, they were like, we got a little jab in there. They're like, no, we're just going to come quick at you again with like the... It's horrible what they do to turkeys. I, I agree. Pumping them full of all these fucking you know, drugs and all of that shit. I understand that. That's pretty terrible. Uh, but I, what I what I know about PETA is uh, a, an old guy that I used to work with. I mean, he wasn't an old guy, but he was, you know, he's obviously older now. But uh, I used to work with a fella at a restaurant. His girlfriend uh, worked for PETA. And these are the fucking assholes that she asked for a raise because she's living in Los Angeles, not making jack shit. She asked for a raise and she was like, I can barely survive. And they actually told her that's nothing compared to what the animals go through. That's PETA. That's fucking PETA right there. And they also don't like the Mario suit uh, or the raccoon suit from fucking Mario and all of this. They they really desperately try to, I, I guess, be internet-y, if that's a word, uh, in, in any of, in, in, throughout this article. I don't know anybody would go to PETA. Like, all of this is just supposed to be to, like, guilt your... And, and everybody knows, and if you don't know, I'm, I'm a vegetarian. Uh... But they're at their complete. Okay. You're you're just shut up, faggot. These uh, the 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 whole point of this is so that you can like bring this article with you to Thanksgiving and ruin it. You know, just it's not already bad enough that you're sitting there eating all sides and your grandmother still doesn't know why you're a vegan and all of this. You know, like being annoying and your uh you know in your in your college years and all of this shit for most of these people. No, you need to come armed with uh, some PETA facts and all of, and all this sorts of. It it does seem like PETA just hates fun. It's it's obviously such a a hyper lefty thing, and I kind of hate that, speaking because there are right wing vegetarians. Um, we're just not fucking dicks about it. I think I think that has a lot a lot to do with it. That's the big difference. Yeah, I mean, how many times have I fucking dragged you for being a gay vegetarian? All the time happens all the time. And you know what? It's if you were like a leftist. Uh, like a tranny vegan or vegetarian, you'd lose your fucking mind. <laughs> lose your mind if somebody brought it up to you. PETA is, they're obnoxious, and when they try to be trendy, it's its a little bit ridiculous. I don't remember exactly what the tweet was, but they 
they posted something a while ago on Twitter, like maybe like six months ago, and people just started spamming them with dead animals, dude. Like it was fucking hilarious. Like they're 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 trying to be trendy, and it's fucking it's awful. They are they're not. They're like your eighty year old great grandmother trying to use a computer is what they're doing. It, it, the article did kind of read like that. Like they had one of uh, uh, one of the Obama kids or whatever with her hand over her face during the um, you know Obama pardoning or whatever, and had a had an arrow pointed to it, and it says I K R. You know, I know, right? Like it's. I'm pretty sure that the little bitch was probably just tired or wiping something off of her face or something like that. Like you're not. It, it, I I don't think internety is is really a, a word that people use. Uh, but they're, they're just not internet-y. They don't seem like that. These are the same lunatics that tomorrow are going to go and, you know, raise a fuss at, at Tyson or, or, you know, one of those places. And, like, don't, don't get me wrong. I'm not for what they do to turkeys and all that shit. I think it's all kinds of fucked up. But there's got to be a better way of doing it. You know, like Morrissey, he's pretty preachy, but he's so cool that nobody fucking, you know, really says that much about it. Like, they're just like, ah, he's kind of a prick, but what a cool guy. And he's a nationalist on top of that. Doesn't matter if it's British. Yeah, you remember uh, the WWF, the worldwide, uh, what was it? Uh, the fuck was it? They made the WWF, the wrestling organization, World Wildlife Foundation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. They made, they made W, they sued the wrestling company and made them change their name. But uh, that was the only thing they really did, but like put labels on shampoo bottles and shit and like, put commercials on TV trying to raise money for animals. PETA is just like, give me your fucking money, bitch, and stop eating fucking animals. Yeah. Like they're, they're just like completely different. I mean, they do some similar shit, but PETA is like, they're fucking out there, man. They're fucking crazy-ass people. They're just virtue signally. Like, that, that's pretty much the whole thing. Because, you know, at their, uh, at their, like, shelters and shit like that, they have to put down all of these dogs and all of that. And everybody, that's pretty well known. Everybody knows that. Uh, but... It's just the most virtue signaling nonsense, and all it does is just take money. And I, I just like, I, don't get me wrong, I love uh, vegan restaurants and like vegan and vegetarian food and like all of that stuff. I'm gonna have a field roast tomorrow, which is delicious. Uh, it gives you terrible gas, but it's it's pretty delicious. It's all grains and shit, really good. But uh, like Erica's having turkey, and I'm not like I'm, I haven't peed on it. She she has it in brine or whatever. I, I didn't pee in it. I mean, the, the thing is, PETA is not even the most uh, extreme of these people. You know, there's the uh, ALF, the Animal Liberation Front, which I also think is kind of a myth. I think was a thing probably in the 60s and not so much now. But, like, they would, like, break into testing laboratories and, like, rescue animals and burn the building down and all this crazy bullshit. The eco-terrorist shit, like, from the 60s and, and the now, it's just kind of a virtue signal type of thing. It's just bizarre to me. It's just fucking bizarre because, like, what a fucking hill to die on. I mean, there, there's, there, there's no, there's no way to, like, and you can't even like dress well, I guess is the thing too, which is really the major bummer. Like you're going to get a fucking, you know, uh, so what, what are you going to make your suits out of if you're not going to have wool? Like, I'm sorry. I understand that those, those sheeps get sheared and then they eventually become old and then they become lamb chops. So, you know, you're, you're contributing that, but I like suits more than I like animals. Uh, that's why they look like shit, I think. That's, that's, and animals can't dress very well either. For being made of, like, leather and wool, they sure look like shit. 
I would never hire a, a sheep or a pig or something like that. They come in to come into your office for an interview. Well, it's you know, it, it looks way better on people. The people who it's weird, man. Like the people who go out of their way to like rescue animals and stuff. Have you ever noticed how batshit fucking crazy they are? Like yeah. that uh that lady on TV, it was like on Animal Planet. They have a show, Pitbulls and Parolees. She <laughs> hangs out with like people who just got out of prison for whatever, probably drug charges or something, and fucking with pitbulls. Like that is a crazy fucking person. Like she saves pitbulls. She goes all over the place, saves pitbulls, and then just like hangs out with felons. Like it was that's a fucking weird thing, man. You mean like uh everybody that just saves pitbulls? They just like have a bunch of pitbulls and hang out with felons and those people are just called black people? Yeah. Well, I mean it's just <laughs> it's uh it's people who rescue animals in general it just seem to be fucking insane. Not people who love animals and love spending time with them like Steve Irwin. Well, he was fuck crazy too, but I guess that's a bad example. Yeah. But the he people was, who go good... out of their way to like spend their entire life with animals. They're yeah. fucking weird. It's I'm not a big nature guy in general. I just understand that you got to you know preserve it or something like that. But yeah, animals are I'm I'm not a big fan. Oh. I don't like any living things really in uh, around me. Uh, <laughs> they're, they're delicious. And and here's a funny thing. I asked Bryden while I was at his house um, I asked why he was a vegetarian, and he looked at me with the most serious face, and he said, "Because I don't eat anything with a butthole." Yeah, and I guess it kind of makes sense, man. But like, you're not eating the asshole of a cow. Have you ever had a slim you gym? Eat a steak. A what? A slim, slim gym. gym. Yeah. 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 You've eaten cow butthole, fella. Yeah, I'd do it again too. I mean, slim gyms are pretty delicious. I mean, maybe the butthole's the best part. I don't know, but. Uh, you know, I'll get all Mike Stuckberry on you. You know, I eat ass, but <laughs> but yeah, just do a long thread about like eating shitters now. Yeah, I, dude. Went from like ingesting animals to like eating asshole. There's uh, there there's uh, there's butthole in it. All right, and there's poop in it, and I'm just it's not you know I'm not into it. You know, it's, it's just not for yeah. me. Eat all the butthole you want. I just don't want. I just don't want to run the risk. I know a carrot has never taken a shit, so. Yeah, I'm okay with that. And I clean it real well, and I make sure that there's no poop on it. I know that it's touched poop in some way or the other. Everything has. And believe me, it, it concerns me to a, to a great degree. Why do we brush our teeth in the bathroom, Spicky? It doesn't make any sense. We poop in there. It doesn't make any sense. It, it, it consumes me. There's poop in the air, and I, I don't like it. I don't like it one fucking bit. So I try to avoid it as much as I can, and if something has had an asshole, I don't eat it. It's, you know, you just, you know, my whole life is trying to minimize my contact with feces. I think I've really figured that out. What, what'd you invite me to your house for then? <laughs> I mean, that's a, that's a pretty valid point. But yeah, that, that actually, it's a pretty good thought. Like, why don't people brush their teeth in the kitchen? It makes so much more sense. And it even does. knowing this and being plagued by this, I still don't do it. I still brush my fucking teeth. I, I have a... Uh, a plastic bag over my my toothbrush, you know. But that isn't that doesn't keep all the poop out. That doesn't keep the poop out, Spicky. No, it's fine. But uh, you ever been to somebody's house where they have their fucking toothbrush on top of their toilet? No. Oh yeah, saw that a while ago, and that's the first time I really thought about it. Because like in high school, they're like, "Yeah, man, the bathroom's a really bad place. Like when you shit and do stuff in the bathroom, like it's." It gets all over everything. It's a horrible place. Mm -hmm. And then, like, I, I got thinking about it one day. I, walk, well, I wasn't really thinking about it. I walk in, take a piss. I go, 
fucking toothbrush is right there. Right there. Right at the asshole, just about. <laughs> it's like, yeah, it's it's like, in line, in line with the with the crack. You know, it lines up. They could sit back and then the fumes, the particles get up there. And you go and brush your fucking teeth with it. Yeah, it's disgusting. Not me. Not, Not me. I, like that was that was one thing that was kind of like a little bit alarming. I'm like, man, that's this guy's had a lot of shit in his mouth, I guess. <laughs> Well, let's see. We've got uh, we have a lot of stuff. Uh, some some funny stuff, some not so funny stuff. Not a lot of good news. Um, I, we, I don't know in what order we're really going to do these things. Uh, we could start out with something funny, but uh, we got to talk about uh, what's going on in Mississippi uh, with uh, Mike Espy and Cindy Hyde Smith. Uh, we've got some interesting news when it regards. Uh, Casio Cortez, uh, or uh, we were calling her Alexandria Casio Keyboard. She now has a new nickname on this show. She will be referred to as La Leche Mamacita because I saw that video of her dancing. And, uh, man, I didn't know she was hiding those in there. I didn't know she was hiding those under that uh, $3,000 pantsuit there. Um, Got just kind of Democrat stuff in general, where the Democrats are, are headed. Uh... Gavin McInnes has quit the Proud Boys. Laura Loomer was suspended from Twitter. Uh, Donald Trump has submitted written answers to, um, to to Mueller, which I'm not really a fan of. Uh, and then we might get to this uh, stuff with uh, Chief Justice Roberts and and all of that. Oh man, I'm so blind. I can't even see my can't even see my buttons over here. Uh, but what do you what do you think, Spicky? You want to go ahead and uh, just kind of full steam ahead, pal? Yeah. Yep. If your kids are in the field and your wife's in the kitchen baking and you're sitting down with something cold in your hand, chances are you're getting ready to listen to Right to Right to Right. To right. The Chad IRS versus the Virgin Royal Family. I told you we'd start out with something fucking hilarious. I thought this was great. Comes from the Daily Mail. Royals face tax nightmare as U.S. officials use Meghan's American citizenship to line up a raid on Harry's multi-million pound fortune. Say what you want about the IRS. I'm not personally a fan, but I guess, you know... uh, they're just they're saying right to the royal family, bitch, you better have my money. Uh, and I'll bet the royal family's a little bit more pissed uh, than they were before with him marrying some uh, whatever race she is. Uh, she's very light-skinned for not being white, but, you know, I don't know. She was an actor or something like that. But, uh, yep. Yeah. What this means, without going through the whole article, is that the IRS is coming for her because she's still an American citizen. And since she's married, the IRS now gets to look at the royal family's uh, financial nonsense uh, and, and all the, the, the fun things that, uh, that they have going on. Uh, one of the aides said, we're looking at a level of financial exposure the royal family has never had to face before. Uh, it, it's Let's see. What, what, I'll scroll all the way down, down to the bottom here, what they could be... Uh, looking at here um so th- this is this is what the irs is going to be looking at her earnings uh obviously that that you know makes a lot of sense she you know uh is she's apparently rachel zane in a show called suits i don't know i've never watched it i think i tried to watch one episode or whatever fifty thousand dollars an episode for that that's insane 
Her final season starts next month, but Megan will receive repeat fees, so the residuals for every time that they uh, air that again. Uh, annual salary is estimated to be $450,000. Um, no sponsorship deals. She gets a royal allowance. So she has to talk to the U.S. Uh, uh, if she receives more than $100,000 from her fiancé or his family, which you know that she has. Uh, since the age of 21, Prince Harry and Prince William have been receiving an estimated $450,000 a year investment profit and their late mother's $29.9 million estate on which they pay U.K. taxes. The two princes and William's wife, the Duchess of Cambridge, uh, has also received an annual $4.88 million allowance from their father, Prince Charles, which is used to cover expenses like travel and wardrobe. Uh, the Nottingham co uh, Cottage, uh, any joint assets that they have together, any gifts that she might have received. This could come down to even her fucking wedding ring. I... I, I, I want to say that this is hilarious just to dunk on the English because they do suck so bad. And this is an America only show. You know, uh, it's pretty fucking hilarious. But man, it seems like, uh, God, the IRS are just like unstoppable forces. They're just such pricks. This is pretty fucking funny, though, Spicky. Yeah, I love this. I mean, uh, they're going to get they're going to get a. Probably pretty nervous. I'm assuming they're up to some pretty shady shit just because they have money. But uh, as far as her race, I'm pretty sure she's like Italian or something. She just like she's black, but she's not black, you know. Um, I fucking love this, dude. Fuck it, England. I love this. It's funny. Well, speaking of finances, we should declare here that uh, uh, Guan sent us three dollars and says, uh, "Have a happy Thanksgiving, buddy." You too. Shouts out to Terror House Magazine. Uh, but yeah, I, that's, that's just fucking incredible to me that like, it doesn't matter who you are, where you go. The IRS is going to get you if you, if, if they feel that you owe them money. Um, I obviously, I think in the end, they're going to get all of this figured out. It's not going to be that big of a deal. Uh, they're probably not going to go through all the finances of the Royal family, but what if they did, you know, uh, it, I wonder if that would make England, I, it wouldn't. But I'm wondering if that would make England play ball just a little bit more, you know, just just knowing like, please, please don't look at these things. <laughs> yeah, but you know how fucking devastating it would be to be audited by the IRS. And you're, it's one of those things where it's like, you know, when you get pulled over and you, you have nothing on you, but you sit there and you think like, fuck, what do I do? You know, the IRS auditing a, a wealthy family is uh, got to be pretty nerve wracking for all of them. Even if they didn't do anything wrong, you know, just the fact that, like, man, they're going to go through all of our shit. Well, yeah, and it can take a very long time. Uh, according to, to Trump, he's still under an audit. So I don't know how true that is. That just might be a Trumpism. Like, no, I can't release my tax returns. I'm, I'm still under audit. And it'll be, like, fucking six years from now. And it'll be like, yeah, I don't know. Audit's not over. It's weird how I, like, ran the fucking government. And, like, the audit never ended. But... You know, I, I don't know. I don't know. I just thought that that was funny. It's not exactly like the type of stuff that we normally cover. I'm just never going to miss an opportunity to uh, go ahead and dunk on the British to let them know that, like, you lost the war and you're forever going to be our bitch and there's nothing that you can do about it. Yeah, and you can't even you can't even secede from the European Union, you fucking losers. Yeah, it's pretty bad. It's pretty bad. Um, it's funny. Yeah, I didn't know she was on suits, by the way. I, I knew she looked familiar and I never even thought about it because you don't, you know, I never even heard that before just now. 
Have you ever seen it? What's it about? I watched like five minutes of the first episode because I was like, I like suits. And then it was just guys in suits. And and I was like, oh, this is just boring. Like there's other shows with like people wearing suits. It's been a while since I've seen it, like uh, six years probably. But uh, it's about a bunch of lawyers doing some fucking shady shit, you know, Mm. typical like shouldn't be on USA, which it was. It should have been on like Lifetime or something. It was fucking not good. Bad. Hmm. Well, um, I don't know. I that's. Uh, do you get anything else on that besides like fuck England? You're always gonna be our bitch. And uh, if you're English and you listen to the show, even if you're Bo, even if you're our friend Bo, I fucking hate you. Yeah. Fuck England. Fuck England. Oh my god. Let's see. And I don't even have the right. We do this so infrequently now that I can't even find like the the right you know bumpers here. OIWD presents Right to Bryden 100% correct 70% accurate So if you were dumb enough to watch uh, Mike Espy and um, uh, Cindy Hyde-Smith debate over there for the Senate seat in Mississippi you, you shouldn't have because you would you should have known that we were just going to talk about it. The only real takeaway from that debate is that people in Mississippi are goddamn retards. Because on the one hand, you have Mike Espy, who is just a stuttering, like black, like stereotype. He really is. Like he he looks like he should. He sounds like he should be uh, hosting this podcast. Is is kind of it. You know, he's like, and I, I got, I got, I got eighty percent of the, the the black vote, and I got forty percent of of the white vote, and that's why you should vote for me. Hold, and then he doesn't hold, hold, oh, mammy, hold, mammy. No, he's he didn't do that. But uh, and then you've got Cindy Hyde Smith, who's too fucking stupid to learn how to talk. Now, granted, yeah, she's a woman, and she's from the south. Uh, but that that's who you got to choose from. Like, it's really is like, hey, Mississippi, where would you like to get punched in the face? Neither one of them is going to be effective, but that's, you know, when has anybody cared about anybody in the South? But out of the two, Sandy Hyde-Smith, obviously way better. Um, and we'll go, we'll go into why here. I cannot pronounce this motherfucker's last name, but uh, he was uh, a former president of the Ivory Coast. Uh, Laurent, we're just going to call him G-Bag because it's Jibagbo, whatever it is. So anyway, he was a former uh, president of the Ivory Coast. Uh, back in 2010, he wasn't reelected, and uh, yeah, he was like, "I'm not gonna step down," you know, because it's the Ivory Coast, and that's just how they do stuff. So anyway, he had all his guys uh, round up a whole bunch of people, and he uh, had them killed. He had them killed. So yeah, they were like, "All right, that's yeah, that's 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 good. We killed all these people, but what what if we just started raping everybody?" So they started raping. Uh, this is not Espy, by the way. I'll get to where he comes in in a second. Um, but yeah, they started raping everybody, like women and, and children. I mean, anybody that was like supportive of the other guy. And uh, yeah, like 3,000 people died. Uh, God knows how many were, were raped and all of this shit. Um, but yeah, he, he was like, yeah, I'm, I'm not, I'm not going to give that. Uh, I'm not going to give that up. So has all of that going. But he employed this fella who's running for Senate. In Mississippi, Mike Espy, he said, eh, yeah, uh, Mike Espy's going to help me uh, with, with agriculture. 
But uh, no, that's not the case because it was 2010. It was so Espy could lobby on behalf of old G-Bag here to Barack Obama. He had, he had apparently cut off trade uh, with all of that because, you know, the rape and murder. Now, what Espy says is that he was done with this shit as soon as he had learned about it. He suspended the contracts and he was like, whoa, I'm, I'm not okay with the, with the rape and murder of thousands of people. Uh, and so he, he was like, all right, I, I suspended those contracts and, you know, I was only paid $400,000 which I'm pretty sure is like the uh, uh, GDP of Mississippi. But anyway, he took that contract just well after, the, you know, like AP and all of these people were, were talking about the rape and murder of thousands of people in the Ivory Coast. So he takes this contract, uh, you know, and th there's financial documents that actually prove that he got the full 750000 that he was promised, not just the 400000 So the only reason, apparently, that the, that contract wasn't even extended was that the feds were going to go after old G-Bag over here uh, and put him on the international terrorist watch list, you know, where he deserves to be because of the rape and murder of thousands of people. And then the CIA got over to Espy, and, uh, you know, he was like, Hey, you're going to be aiding and abetting a terrorist here. Um, so G-Bag, he ends up getting arrested. He's on trial uh, at the moment for crimes against fucking humanity. But that guy's still running for office in Mississippi. The guy who took hundreds of thousands of dollars from a guy responsible for the rape and murder of thousands of Africans. But guys, the real story here is that Cindy Hyde-Smith apologized for her horrible comment that she made where she said that she would let this one fellow let, uh, let, let him take her to a public hanging because of all the terrible things that have been done to blacks in the South because of lynching. You know who's on board with, with, with Espy? It's not the people of, uh, of Mississippi. It's Cory Booker and Kamala Harris who are down there at the moment campaigning. Senator Cory Booker will campaign for Mississippi Democratic uh, Senate candidate uh, Mike Espy on Monday. And this was on the 16th, so he's already done it. Um, and Kamala Harris, uh, another prospective 2020 contender. That's eh, not happening. The visits by the two African-American senators come as national Republicans have begun mobilizing to ensure the race doesn't spin out of the party's control and blah, 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 blah. They talk about the joke, her joke. She'd be front row. This is great. That she'd be in the front row of a public uh, hanging if she were invited by a supporter. They, they leave out entirely that it was just she didn't specifically say like Mike Espy should be hanged. I mean, any of the things that they're trying to say. She did apologize. Um, which I guess is the nice thing to do. But you're not going to hear much about this. Uh, and, and she brought it up a little bit in the debate. But again, she's a fucking retard. Mike Espy was paid by a guy that's on trial for crimes against humanity. The rape and murder of thousands of people because he wouldn't relinquish his power as the president of the Ivory Coast. What is it about these melanated Democrats that make them pal around with terrorists like this? But it's the typical, like, left 
projection of things. You know, we had, uh, uh, you know, who's that weather underground motherfucker that Obama palled around with? Plus, I mean, you know, I guess you could say like, you know, Farrakhan and all of these things, all of these people that they will accuse like Trump or, or uh, you know, anybody at all. They'll be like, oh, white nationalist. You're, you're dog whistling to white nationalists. This nigga fucking worked for a guy who's on trial for crimes against fucking humanity for the rape and murder of thousands of people. Blacks, no less. The ones that the Democrats are supposed to care about. I, it's funny, I guess. I don't think, I don't think Mississippi wants Mike Espy. I don't think that that's going to be what happens there. Because what they're doing by bringing in Cory Booker and Kamala Harris uh, is something that I was worried that the GOP was going to do, which is bring in like Candace Owens and like all of their blacks and just, oh, yeah, we're going to do that. Well, they're not. We're getting Trump. You know, Trump goes down there and is like, hey, Cindy Hyde-Smith, good person. That That's going to do it, I'm hoping. Now, again, they're both fucking retards. I'm not a fan of either. Uh, maybe she'll just do the Trump thing and that'd be great, but you should have seen the debates. They were fucking retards. I don't know. Spaghetti. I just think that that's insane. Like the guy has actual ties to a dude who called for the rape and murder of thousands upon thousands of people. And they're like, oh, she made a joke there that sounded an awful lot like lynching, which it didn't. It is amazing what the Democrats can get away with. It's amazing what anybody backed by, I mean, they're almost like a fucking giant mob. Uh, it's, a, it's amazing to me that this isn't, you, you don't hear about this anywhere else. It's just brushed under the rug. But racism, but Russia. No, this guy's like uh, collecting money from like a fucking gangster and shit, but... Uh, no, you know, that's okay. We'll just ignore that because uh, that's what the fucking mainstream media, the propaganda machine does. It's a, it's a one-way street. Even Fox News, it's the same way now. Yeah. Same fucking way as, as CNN just about. The only thing Fox News has really is Tucker and uh, Sean Hannity is cringy as fuck. He's cringy, uh, but, he's cringy but he does good commentary. I, I, I like how he, he stayed on top of the Russia Mueller shit. You know, he's the only one really doing it. Um, so, you know, I got to give credit where credit's due. He does, man. But like Trump could kill his wife and he'd be like, yeah, man, fucking love you, Trump. He, he like, you know, he, he hard, I, I don't know. I guess, you know, somebody's got to do it because we don't have too many allies in the media. Right. No. Uh, but down South, man, they might vote for this guy because, uh, they're like, oh, he, uh, is associated with somebody who killed a bunch of blacks. That's our guy. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> No, that needs to be brought. That does need to be brought up more, though. And I know I did kind of a shit job of explaining it. We're, you know, just doing it once a week is tough for us. But check this out. Uh, Mike Espy had uh, money donated to him by Andrea Soros, Alexander Soros, and George Soros. Now, where do you think uh, Mike Espy's donations are mainly coming from? California, New York, D.C., Maryland. Ma uh, uh, fucking Ma uh, I already said DC. Uh, well, Maryland at large, uh, Massachusetts, all of that is is high, uh, highest amount uh, is obviously Mississippi, but it's four hundred sixty three thousand five hundred forty two dollars. Now let's look at uh, Cindy Hyde Smith's 
$1,174,783 out of Mississippi. Texas, 209000 California, 87000 Virginia, 61000 Louisiana, 58000 Florida, 52000 All of this, it's another uh, kind of like Beto O'Rourke, who I guess we have to look forward to seeing again running in 2020. I still thought he would just be a vice presidential uh, name on a ticket, but I guess he wants to run for president and people are going to try to back him up on it. So maybe we'll see him throw his hat in the ring uh, in 2020. But all of his money was coming from outside of Texas. All of Espy's money is coming from outside of Mississippi because all of these Democrat faggots, all they have now at this point is this race to focus on. So they're just dumping all the money they can into it. They've got the Soros family just right there dumping money into it. All of them. The guy yeah. who worked for the fella who is responsible for the rape and murder of thousands of people. Bring that up. Don't, if you're going to if you're going to be a fucking prick at Thanksgiving, bring that part up. Because that, I think that would just shock anybody. Even a Democrat would be, would be like, even your most liberal person might even just be like, oh, shit, I didn't know that. That's, uh, that's wild because of the rape and murder of thousands of people. You with me? It's kind of funny to think about, dude, to be honest with you. Just the fact that that gets brushed under the rug. Um, as far as the money that comes in from uh, other places, it it really does affect elections quite a bit because how many fucking people drive by all those signs on the side of the road and watch TV and they see, oh, look at this like really hip guy who's uh, clearly lying. None of that money comes from local. How many people go down there to vote for whatever, one person or, you know, a couple people and they end up going, oh, I saw that guy on TV. Check it off. Or I see signs for him everywhere. All that fucking money is from other places. They're not as popular where they are as people think. And that's why, you know, they can kind of get away with voter fraud is because it looks like they're popular. You see their name all over the fucking place. Yeah, I'm not sure how much of the uh, the campaigning is really working out uh, for SB. honestly. I, I don't think that uh, there's anybody in Mississippi that's really going to be ended this fella i think it's like two it's it's another texas situation except they can't make sb look uh cool like they tried making beto look really fucking cool you know they had they put him on a skateboard apparently just recently uh barack obama called uh who's who's 57 by the way uh called beto o'rourke robert uh called him a uh an uh, what is it an impressive young man he's 46 He's he's not a young man. He they're they're trying to meme Robert O'Rourke into being like a young fella. He's not. He's just young compared to like the median age of uh, Democrats in power. And we'll get to Pelosi's fucking problem later. Uh, I I just I don't know. I don't, I don't think anybody's trying to meme SB into being anything at all. They're just trying to like not connect him to uh, this this tyrant. Uh, and uh, fellow that's on trial for crimes against fucking humanity. Uh, but yeah, I don't think either party has much to work with. Like I said, I watched the debate, and it was just painful. It oh, was yeah. painful. Like, they're just... Mississippi is... Fuck, guys. Like, it's just a terrible state filled with retards. Watching a woman talk to, never mind debate, a black guy is one of the most painful fucking conversations you will ever see. It was bad. Just such low IQ, bad takes, but oh man. As far as 
uh, Beto goes and that whole thing with Obama. It's pretty funny when you think about it because uh, he did get memed into a uh, teenager. And I saw that side by side of uh, Beto and fucking Butthead from Beavis and Butthead. Hmm. That was fucking hilarious, dude, because he has the same exact mouth. He looks just like him. You guys, a nightmare. I, uh, let's see. I don't think we need a bumper for this one now. I, 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 we're gonna we're gonna plow through the uh, uh, the boring stuff, but we got we got to get through it. So, uh, Cortez, Alexandria Cortez, la leche, uh, la leche uh Yeah, there's there's some rumors going around here at the moment that uh, if you happen to look at her campaign filings, that she's a fucking liar. Who would have who would have thunk that that some socialist was a liar? You remember when she was telling everybody that she was all like, oh, I'm broke and like, I don't know how I'm going to afford rent in D.C. And like, oh, I can't believe I got elected, but I haven't started work yet. And they don't, you know, I got to wait three months before I get a salary and all of this. She was actually getting paid uh, an okay amount by her campaign. Uh, About twelve hundred, twelve hundred bucks. uh, Oh, shit. Even more than that. Oftentimes. Uh, about every, you know, week or something like that. Like, here's a $2,300 transaction. She was being paid a salary, more than any of her constituents, from her campaign. But, oh, man. Oh, man. She, she's just, she has it so hard out. She's still being paid, by the way. Still being paid. She's not down with the struggle. She's not there to, like, fucking, she doesn't know the grind, all right? She's already just lying to people. She's going to fit in Washington quite well. I mean, I thought that maybe she would just make it half of her term. Uh, and she still might. I mean, it looks like they might have actually committed some crimes here. But shit, she could be a young Pelosi. We might, we might see her for a while. But she raised about $1.8 million and still has around $300,000 cash on hand. $300,000 in her in her little you know war chest that she's just paying herself a salary out of she is definitely going to try to come right out again and be like oh i need i'm fighting for you i need to you know i i I need to get rent in dc and then we need to talk about her coordination what looks like a coordination with the PAC justice democrats so justice democrats uh they got like i think it was seven uh, brown folk uh, in, into office. They, it was started by Chank Uger. He got kicked out because I guess he's a misogynist or some stupid bullshit like that. Nobody really cares about that. The Young Turks just need to fucking die already. But they, anyway, they kick him the fuck out. Uh, they're based out of Knoxville. And wouldn't you know it, the strangest fucking thing, the strangest fucking thing here. She has a whole bunch of transactions at the Metro, uh, Metropolitan Knoxville Airport Authority. Like a whole bunch. Now, I'm not saying that she did this on purpose. I don't think that any of these people necessarily did this shit on purpose. But there are a bunch of younger people playing politics, and they're, they're brown folks and women. Uh, so I think that they thought that this was okay. She actually gave quite a bit of money to the Justice Democrats. That seems to me like it's outright coordination with a PAC, which you're not allowed to do. But 
she actually she declared she has uh, fifteen thousand dollars in her in her checking account and a four hundred one four hundred one k. She only recently said she was down to like seven thousand dollars and uh, all of this, but this is while she's been getting thousands of dollars from her campaign. So I don't know what the GOP's been really been doing, but. They should have been. They should have been on top of this, unless they knew she was just going to blow up Pelosi the whole fucking time as soon as she got in there. I really wish that somebody might kind of look at this because it's not surprising that yet another socialist woman would be lying about something like this. It's just surprising that nobody seems to care. And I do think that she's stupid enough. She's either such an idiot that she doesn't know what she's doing, and she's still dishonest and lying to everyone. Uh. Or she just a fucking like knows how to play politics and is gonna be there for a very long time. Speaking, so I don't know. Uh, La Leche Mamacita, genius with big titties or retard with big titties? Uh, she is a complete retard with very well hidden titties. By the way, she can hide them. It's crazy. Oh, yeah, but underneath a fucking three thousand dollar fucking suit or whatever it was. Uh. Well, yeah, she was, she's, she, uh, she was rented that for, or she was given that for a photo shoot. She didn't get to keep it or whatever. Fine. I'm, gonna, I'm not going to, you know, do that, but she doesn't speak well to the people that she's trying to speak to. Um, you know, I, it was just like a bad PR move. Like she's kind of a fucking idiot on that regard. Yeah. Yeah. She's, uh, she's pretty dumb. It's going to be embarrassing for, uh, people, you know, associated with her when she goes out and speaks on CNN or anything <laughs> like that. Cause she is. She is dumb, dude. Like, there's, she's not playing politics. She is just fucking dumb. She's trying to get like sympathy from people. Like, she's a typical young female, you know. Twenty nine. Uh, she's twenty nine. Yeah, she's really ugly, man. Fucking gross. But as far as the pack thing goes, uh, I don't think anybody's ever gonna look into coordinating with a pack unless like somebody really has to go. Because once you start doing that, you know there's gonna be a giant can of worms in Washington. Oh yeah, a giant one. And APAC is like, how is how is that okay? Whoa, hey there. Like, you don't want to get banned from Twitter, buddy. Well, I already <laughs> did. Yeah, uh, yeah, but like how is like how is that a thing? Like how you know it's illegal, you bring it up, they know it, they write articles about it, and it just goes away every fucking time. Yeah, it's kind of the sad truth. Uh, I it's it. It is just confusing that the, nobody at the GOP looked into this, like, at all. It seems like the type of thing that you would be like, hey, look, look let's look at the Justice Democrats. Because one of the other uh, young ladies that they, that they got, we're going to talk about a little bit later in the program, uh, is that Ilhan Omar bitch, the fucking Muslim that they're changing the hat rule in the Congress for. So that she can wear her fucking headscarf. I don't think any of the Jews are going to start wearing their uh, their yarmulkes. Um, I, I think that would be like a little bit too much of an image that might get people talking. Like, oh wow, I didn't know that there was that many Jewish folks uh, in Congress. You know, I mean, it's uh, I think in the current Congress, eight uh, percent uh, Jewish. So, like, just that if they were to all like have a little hat on, that might be a bad image. I think that they'll probably get together at the meeting and say, no, 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 no. Just, just, no, you're not going to do that. But even just the, the headdress, the headscarf thing, I think is going to be a little alarming to some folks. Um, maybe, I mean, probably not in her district, but uh, they're going to be a little bit alarming to some folks. And to have to change the rules that have been there 
just for this one bitch. Why don't you just bend right over? Like, just bend right over. It's it's supposed to be a place that uh, is is free from that type of thing. Like, you're just you're supposed to be a lawmaker. You're not supposed to bring that stuff in there. You're supposed to represent your constituents. So, is, are all of her constituents Muslim? Because we'll get to her a little bit later uh, with 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 some stuff uh, regarding that loony there, but. I, I find that I find that to be fucking interesting. All the people they brought in, like this whole team of like the worst A team ever, except that you know that they've got all kinds of fucking. They're all explosive experts. Is like they're all they're, that's their whole the A team is they're just explosive experts. Uh, I'd say I, mean, I don't know maybe a little bit. I don't want to say frightening, but concerning. Um, and people just seem to be going along with it. And not only that, like cheering it on, like you see these stupid white women, they're just cheering it on, they're like, yeah, this is the future, like, yeah, it's like they're 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 gonna cut your clit off, lady, like that's just what's gonna happen. That's what they ultimately want. They're gonna cut your fucking clit off and be like, ah, it's progress. It's, it's yeah, with like a a dull butter knife too. Yeah, <laughs> it's a bad precedent, dude. Really bad. Um, but if we're going to do this, we should make the Jews wear their yarmulkes. Just force them. In Congress. Just, just turn the yeah, air just, no, you're, you're, Yeah, you're all doing it. I mean, here's the thing. is like if they don't, you know she's just going to play victim and be like, ah, fucking everybody's so Islamophobic and all this bullshit. Like, it is so tiring listening to people play victim. It is so tiring. When I grew up, if you got hurt, you didn't say anything. Now people like getting bullied a little bit. It's like this national fucking news story of, <laughs> Some fucking kid being a victim. It's like, well, it, it, that's 2018 sucks. Well, and it's fucking fake half the time anyway, dude. Like that Chipotle shit. You know, they were real yeah. quick to fucking fire that manager. Uh, like, oh, well, because some asshole made a, a video totally out of context. He hasn't tweeted since he got busted for lying, by the way. And I hope that she sues the shit out of Chipotle. Uh, you know, they apparently offered her a job back, uh, but yeah, she shouldn't take that job. She got a fucking lawyer. The last person that sued Chipotle for wrongful termination got $8 million. So uh, her name is Dom or whatever that is. Uh, go for it. Go for it. Just sue the shit out of them. It, it, it's, it's, Dude, she was literally trying to save them fucking money. And mm -hmm. they're like, oh, look, this, this fucking uh, minority here uh, claims, you know, whatever, recorded it like, Oh, it's racist for me to not be able to steal food. Like, fuck <laughs> off, dude. Fuck off. And then, like, all the tweets of him, like, talking back, like, what, two or three years about, like, dining dash and, like, doing it at Chipotle. That's the best part. They like, had, a tweet they, from, like, they had fucking, it was not only that, they looked at that and they uh, also had, like, security camera footage of the motherfucker doing it previously. Yeah, she knew. She did the right thing by saying, you're going to pay first. You want to eat here? You're going to pay. Now it's racist to not give out free food at a fucking chain restaurant. It's bullshit. Uh, it's fucking hilarious. I don't know. I, I, I was so bummed because I was like, ah, I don't want to make local news and, you know, lose everything. But I wanted to go into the Chipotle in total blackface and start doing a, uh, doing a dance and be like, I want free food. I want free food because I'm black. I'm black. <laughs> It dance like uh, Mr. Bojangles. Yeah, man, it would have been fucking amazing, but you know, because uh, I would have been right. But that's not what the local news was. They would have been like, "This is incredibly racist." It would be like, "But it's funny, and I'm right." See, and they were like, "No, no, 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 no." 
No, we saw your podcast too. You were, you just wanted an excuse to wear blackface, and it was like, ah, you caught me, local news. You did. I did just want an excuse to wear blackface. Yeah. But they let him get away with it, so why not me? Uh, Prove I'm not black. I identify as a black man. Yeah. But no, okay. One one last thing before we're just kind of all kinds of blah today. But I don't care. This one's gonna make it onto the RSS feed. I don't. I don't give a shit. Um. Yeah, we're, we're just, you know, it's Thanksgiving, guys. I don't know. I don't know what to tell you. You're, you're probably hearing all kinds of fucking hot takes uh, the next morning here from your from your family uh, as they fight. But, yeah, uh, with McAdams' victory, a Pelosi speakership rests on thin ice from uh, the Daily Caller. Democrat Ben McAdams officially won his race for Utah's 4th Congressional District against incumbent uh, Representative Mia Love. Mia Love showed Donald Trump no love. Uh, and uh, his signature on the letter opposing minority leader Nancy Pelosi uh, for Speaker of the House is now an official count against her. McAdams is one of 16 House Democrats who signed a letter opposing Pelosi's campaign, citing the need for a new direction for their party. Pelosi needs 218 votes to be elected Speaker and the House uh, uh, in January if all 435 members of the House vote. Uh, given the House Democrats hold 234 seats with McAdams win, Pelosi can only afford to lose 16 votes. I, I don't think that she's going to be Speaker. I really don't. I think that they, they have nobody else yet, but they've got to come up with somebody. She's just old. The new Democrats don't like her. The old Democrats don't like her. And I think to a degree, sort of blame the establishment Democrats, even if they are the more moderate Doug Jones type. And Doug Jones is only going to be a one-termer anyway. But they, they, everybody in power with the Democrats, everybody who's an elected Democrat, for the most part, is old as shit. Whereas you've got a lot of uh, younger, more youthful uh, uh, folks in the GOP. So I think it's a good move for them to not have Pelosi as speaker. I don't know who they're going to have, though. Like, Pelosi just needs to retire. And if she's not speaker, she'll probably be gone uh, very soon anyway. I think Maxine Waters has to eventually retire, but she's, you know, I, I don't know. The, the question is not, is Nancy Pelosi going to be speaker? It's who the hell is going to be speaker, if not Nancy Pelosi. I don't think they have anybody that is, like, well-liked enough and kind of universally accepted as the voice of the Democrats uh, in the House at all. I don't know who the hell that would be. They can't have, like... You know, Cortez do it or anything like that. I, You know, Joe Crowley's fucking gone. Cortez got rid of him. So who the hell are they going to get? Very, very, very uh, good question. Because they are sick of her, obviously. Um, but I said I thought she was going to uh, to get it. But that's not who I wanted. I wanted Maxine Waters to get it just so, you know, <laughs> we can all have a chuckle. But I really did thought that, you know, think she was going to get it. It looks... It looks like she's not. I mean, they they're really fucking tired of this stupid bitch. She is dumb too. I mean, I know she you think she's George, she thinks George Bush is president. Like she has moments <laughs> of clarity, right? Where she's like good at politicking. Like the the speech she gave the other week, uh, right after right after midterms were supposed to be over. You know, here we are two weeks out, and we're like, you know, just now finding out results still. But 
Yeah, that's not the way it's supposed to be, by the way, guys. Like, that's fucking weird and insane, right? But, yeah. you know, that, uh, yeah, yeah, we are two weeks out. We're finally, you know, getting a, a lot of these results. And, and weird how they fancy Democrats. Just nuts, like, how that fucking happens. But, yeah, they, she, she has moments of clarity where she can, can rein it in and she sounds real good. The other time, she's chewing on her fucking dentures and, like, thinks George Bush is the fucking president. There's no way that she can be speaker. She's not going to let her retire. She's an old lady. She needs to go to bed. Uh, let Maxine Waters do it. That's the only thing. I mean, they have nobody else. Just let her do it. I love listening to her talk. It's entertaining as all hell. But th I can't think of anybody else. I mean, I would have thought Joe Crowley would have been perfect for that job. He's but, th uh, he was third in line. They, yeah, uh, he was the third most powerful. He was the third most powerful Democrat, and then he got fucking primaried by La Leche Mamacita, which was insane. So I, I don't, I don't know what they're supposed to do. I don't know what the hell they're supposed to do. I don't think that they're going to go too wild with it. They're still going to find some establishment Democrat, but they've got to be, you know, younger than 180 years old. Like just, just like Grandma, go to bed. She needs to stop like uh, her and like Maxine Waters and and Ruth Bader Ginsburg and like all of these just like ancient fucking people just need to just go to a nursing home and enjoy being uh, formerly powerful and rich and and, and just and just just die like just just you just know go away by any means necessary. If you're if you're Joe Crowley and you're looking at this and uh, you got fucked over. And you would have probably had this job, man. I'd be so pissed. I'd want to burn it all down. Just so fucking steaming mad. I mean, I know he's old as shit too, but I'd be fucking furious, man. I just don't know what the, I just don't know what to to do about it. I don't know who they're gonna pick. I mean, whoever. I don't want. I don't want Pelosi as speaker just because I don't want to have to see her as as much as we're gonna have to. I just don't know what, uh, but uh, the other part of me is like, makes make Pelosi speaker that way, like the 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 younger, more progressive Democrats just fucking hate her and just claw the party apart. I mean, I think that's gonna happen one way or the other. No matter who they pick, it's not gonna be a you know democratic socialist or whatever. Uh, so they're still gonna be mad, but. Also, like, Donald Trump endorsed Pelosi. I mean, he said, you know, she's earned it. She, you know, all of that. That's a, that, that's, a, that's the kiss of death for her, you know? That's a good troll. If Donald Trump supports you, you know the left is just going to go nuts and say, fuck that bitch now, you know? Like, it's a pretty good troll. He just, he, you know, it, you can't tell with, you know, on Twitter how sincere he was being, but... He, Man, said, I can... he said it in a fucking press conference. The one where he like where Acosta ended up getting uh, uh, his hard pass revoked for a few days or whatever. Uh, he said it there. He was like, no, she's earned it. She's earned it. No, I mean that. I really, really, really mean that. <laughs> yeah, most most people only saw the Acosta thing from that uh, press conference. But a lot of people saw him tweet that out and like people were going fucking nuts. It's entertaining, man. It's a good troll. Really, really good troll. I... I mean, I thought she was going to get it, but he should have gone with, like, the Maxine Waters and just said, put this dumb baboon up there. <laughs> Dude, can you imagine? Okay, so, like, let's picture this. It's, you know, it's 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 20, uh, 2024, right? 
you know, it's it's January third, twenty twenty four. Trump just tweets the N word. <laughs> yeah, yeah, like goes on a tweet storm and just starts like tagging random Democrats and be like, "You're an N, like, like there's this one. is what you, you're piece of shit, deadbeat." Like, there's there's uh, another one. There's another one. Look at that, and it's just just Duncan ends, just like everybody just. He's like Cooley Booker in Kamala Harris in Maxine Waters old ass in and Jemima. All right, just they're trying to wrestle away his phone in the White House. He's like, no, no, they are. The world's gotta know. Yeah, it would be fucking hilarious just to like call out Keith Ellison for being an N and beating women. Like, see, this is a typical N. This is what they do, and just like keep going, man. Like, it would be pretty funny. Oh, what a what a fucking way to go out. That would be fucking great. He's going to do something great on his way out, though. Yeah. You know he's going to. Oh, yeah. Something something will happen. There's no way he just leaves gracefully. Uh it's it's going to be it's going to be something. Like the UFO files. <laughs> yeah, it's just uh it'll be something. Man, I think we did a uh kind of a boring first hour. We did a C-spanny first hour, but not as well as we normally do. I hate doing the show once a week. You know, we got to figure out how to get this to you guys twice a week. Uh, maybe I don't know. Back in January, we might do something. Um, I'm enjoying kind of like I, I've got. I, I go. What do you think, Spicky? I go back and forth on. But right before we take our break here, I go back and forth on like. I like how much time I have to do other things, but I also just don't have that much stuff to do. Uh, so like doing it once a week, it's just like, I, I, ah, there's too much stuff to cover. And I just like, I just thought of it like this morning. I'm like, I guess this is the stuff that we're going to, you know, do. And I'm just worrying about like, uh, you know, work and other like normal human being shit instead of, uh, paying as much attention to everything. Honestly, like I, it's, it's all on all day and I'm reading all day and stuff. But I'm not, like, cataloging it and putting stuff together uh, like I was. And I feel like I feel like that comes through. I feel like that uh, we kind of lack, you know, what we what we have when we're doing it twice a week. But, god damn, if it's not nice, like, oh, all I've been doing, you know, I'm like, oh, fuck it. Let me get a $550 air purifier and uh, focus on, like, learning how different types of cigars are made. That's that. That's stupid. What What do you think? How you been dealing with all of the time off? It feels like forever between an episode now. Yeah, I mean, okay. So for me, I mean, I could, I could really, you know, I, I like doing it, but I, it doesn't bother me. Watching you go full fucking emo on your timeline because you don't do a show like twice a week, <laughs> it's concerning, man. Like, uh, I got a text message earlier about it asking if you're all right. I'm like, yeah, he's fine. I mean, I talk to him fucking all day long, but. Like, no, like, I, I, I want to die all the time. Like that, that's yeah, always, got, that's always been like this guys. Like I always, like I wake up every morning and I'm like, Oh no, like I'm just a depressed person. And I always have been. So no, it's, 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 it's like, this is Bryden's suicide hotline. If he doesn't get to talk to me twice a week, he goes full, like listening to taking back Sunday and he's ready to fucking <laughs> off himself. He told me earlier or yesterday, we didn't know if we we're going to do a show tonight. The only reason probably why is because he bought the fucking air purifier and he wanted to try it out. But as long as I can keep him off Twitter for a little while, I think 
think Brian's going to be okay, guys. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, I, I mean, I don't know. I don't know, because there's no, like... I It was it was funny. It was FEMA texting me a, a couple episodes back uh, about that. Uh, he, he was like, something about, like, oh, yeah, that was, like, some uh, real, like, self-hating Irish thing or whatever, or something about... Uh, and he, I forget what he said, but he was like, oh yeah, you know, uh, if it wasn't Irish, I'd be worried or, or something like that. I was like, no, 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 no. All of that's like real. Like I really do. Like, I'm just a depressed, sad person. I always have been. It's not like you guys' fault. It's not really anything is the world is bad. And I, you know, I, I, I'm just, I'm Irish and neurotic, you know, it's always just been that way. And it was like, oh man, I feel bad. It was like, I did comedy for eight fucking years. It's like, oh, I don't feel bad anymore. So that's all you really need to tell people is like, I just, you know, everything is funny. But uh, yeah, like, oh, man. I don't well, know. you I, can tell you can tell it, it's hard for us to get in a rhythm when we only do it once a week. Plus, you know, we're not on the same schedule of doing it at exactly seven o'clock every single, you know, twice a week now. Right. So it's 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 been I guess it's been tough. Seems like it's been tough to kind of get in a rhythm. But yeah. Yeah, when we come back on the second hour, we're going to have a little bit more. But, yeah, I don't know, guys. We might have to get that sorted. It'll be sorted out by January. All right? The last time I told you guys there was going to be a big change in the show is when we went with the video thing. There was a big change in the show, and it worked out, uh, I think. But, uh, you know, by the time January hits, we'll be in, in a better rhythm, full swing, and whatever the hell that we're going to do. Maybe we'll just, uh, you know, Wednesdays we'll do eight-and-a-half-hour streams. <laughs> We'll do uh, eight and no. a half hours. Yeah, just eight and a half hours straight. We'll go full InfoWars from from Wednesday at 7 until Thursday at 7, 24-hour stream. And that's the way we, you uh, do it. We, we did six hours uh, last week, you know, with the after show. And, man, I was fucking beat the next day. Yeah, we're not doing that bullshit anymore. Fuck that. No, that's, no. That's, yeah, if anybody likes that shit, have fun. But, uh, yeah, we're not, we're not doing that bullshit. So, um... Yeah, we uh we're gonna go and hit our break. We're gonna come back with uh some some more interesting stuff. We're gonna talk about uh, Ilhan Omar uh and female genital mutilation, uh what the Democrats are gearing up for in 2020 according to Politico. We got Gavin McInnes uh, resigning from the Proud Boys. We're gonna talk a little bit about the Laura Loomer stuff as well. She was suspended from Twitter, and then I do want to at least get into the Mueller uh the Mueller things with Trump. Uh, writing written answers to Mueller and why that's fucking horrible. So, guys, uh, over in the shop, you can check out our shirts and what have you. Uh, the only one that we make any, uh, the only product in there that we make any money on at all is the original shirt by Bo. But that should not stop you from buying shirts that uh, look fucking awesome. Somebody out there bought the Mallrat shirt, which is a pink V-neck. With a a, a, a a screen cap in in dark mode on Twitter, <laughs> of Nick Fuentes saying, "I went to malls, Bryden," and I was really drunk and I thought that was funny. So somebody out there has that. If that's you, please take a picture of it and post it on Twitter. But uh, we will be right back uh, in, in a minute. You got dumb. Oh, 
Okay, uh, good to be back, good to be back. Uh, interesting stuff. So I said we were going to talk about Ilhan Omar, the Muslim lady, uh, the, the Muslim woman of color, the, the Muslim of color, uh, the, the, the Muslim woman of color, she's a, so she's Imwok, she's an Imwok, she's an Imwok. Sounds a Ooh, little bit like, good e- question. Yeah, it sounds like Ewok a little bit, uh, but they don't like it when you call them that, so... You know, don't don't call them Ewoks. Apparently, that's the thing. Or, or you know, the the, the, the S people word. You know, sand, suicide bombers, sand people. Yeah, suicide bombers. They probably don't like that much. But uh, <laughs> so <laughs> let's let's talk about a, a little bit about um, Ilhan Omar. Ilhan Omar. Uh, not only did she, you know, she's the whole reason that they can wear their 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 hats and stuff like that. Uh, she, uh, in 2017, she questioned a bill in Minnesota who, who Minnesota has been overrun by Somali refugees, by the way, completely overrun. Ask anybody who lives in Minnesota. They're everywhere. I don't know how they adjusted to the climate difference, honestly. Um, you know, maybe the, uh, the burning bodies of their enemy keeps them warm. I, I have no idea. But in 2017, uh, she questioned a bill in the Minnesota State House against the practice of making it a felony for parents to subject their daughters to the uh, procedure uh, uh, of, of female genital mutilation and calls that calls for uh, the loss of custody and prison terms from five to 20 years, depending on the extent of the energies, uh, injuries. Uh, she, she's against increasing the penalties for that. So she called uh, politicking, you know, she called the practice itself heinous, and she did vote for the bill, uh, you know, but she claimed that FGM, which is female genital mutilation, they like to call it female uh, circumcision, should not be singled out by a new law and that parents should be charged under existing laws. She was quoted in a local in local news arguing, I don't want us to create laws because we want to get into the media and because we want a flashy headline. No, it's probably because, and I have these, I, I have these stats from nowhere. Uh, I, I'm just assuming. I would assume that that is probably on the rise in Minnesota because Somalis practice such a thing. The bill later uh, failed in the Republican-controlled Minnesota State Senate because Republicans are fucking garbage. We had over here re- a little side thing we had over here recently. It's, uh, it upset me. John Kasich, our governor, on the way out. Cannot wait to welcome in governor-elect Mr. Mike DeWine. Uh, but Kasich was like, hey, stand your grounds bullshit. And like, I don't like the whole heartbeat law with uh, no abortions after six weeks because, you know, I'm very conservative. He's very conservative until it comes to... He's a conservative until it comes to, like, guns or abortion, right? So, you know, what a fucking winner that guy is. But uh, the issue came to the fore Tuesday after a federal judge in Michigan tossed out federal uh, criminal charges against a group of Muslim defendants who had carried out 
female genital mutilation on young girls, ruling the federal ban unconstitutional. The state laws against the practice are valid, but the federal uh, law overstepped constitutional boundaries, the judge ruled. Yeah, I'm pretty sure, you know, I, I'm, I'm with Elhan Omar over here. She was probably just trying to make it a state's rights issue. You know, she was just, she really wanted uh, to stop government overreach. That's not what this is at all. This is Takia. She's a fucking piece of shit. She wants Sharia law. And this is the type of shit that got Laura Loomer fucking suspended tonight off of Twitter. Because she was going after, I don't know, Spicky, if you have that tweet that got her suspended uh, in front of you. But I, it, it, this Ilhan Omar, uh, she is, I, I don't know, like, I mean, I've got my problems with Loomer. But, yeah, and I know, like, oh, God, like, many of you do as well. But, like, Zionism and and. and being a girl aside, this Ilhan Omar bitch is uh, on board with the jihadi Sharia law bullshit. That is absolutely, oh, oh yeah, well, it's a heinous act and what have you or whatever, but like, I'm acting in the interest of my tribal group. That's what she's doing. And that's what she's going to bring to the Congress. And this, this is one of the people that justice Democrats helped get elected. So I would imagine all that stuff that Cortez was doing with, oops, uh, doing with the whole Oh, let's, uh, you know, fly out to Knoxville and I'm going to talk to you and all this shit. She did the same shit. There's a fucking jihadi in the Congress now. Guaranteed. Guaranteed. That's not just profiling, even though profiling is perfectly fine to do. It's just knowledge guided by experience. It's. There's a fucking jihadi in the Congress now. She's for. Cutting up baby girls' clitorises. I, I don't know how you can get more blatant than that of like how far off we've gone. So, I don't know. Spooky, do you have that tweet by chance? I do. So uh, it looks like she got suspended for saying, isn't it ironic how the uh, Twitter moment used to celebrate women, LGBTQ, and minorities is a picture of uh, Ilran Omar? Uh Iran Sharia Ilhan is a pro FGM under Sharia. Homosexuals are oppressed and killed. Uh, women are abused. Uh, the tweet's kind of broken up, but uh, forced to wear the uh, hijab. And then uh, Laura calls her anti Jewish, not anti Semitic, just anti Jewish. And that's what got uh, Laura Loomer banned. <laughs> just that, like, there's nothing false about that at all no and Nothing. i mean you can agree or disagree with any of those things but the fact of the matter is that they're true you know uh it's it's just the truth like that this this omar bitch i i i it it should scare people just a little bit because this is not the end of this not only now are they just like electing a bunch of women they're electing jihadi women it's certainly are, it's certainly concerning, you know. I mean, I'm not I'm not pro Jewish, but you know the Democrat Jews don't seem to have a problem with this, and that's because you know they get to escape to Israel at the end of all of this shit once our our, our shit becomes Sharia law. So it's, I mean, it's definitely concerning. It's definitely concerning. And again, this is something that the media just never really talked about. Like the article I just read was from Breitbart, you know, and that only came out because of the shit that happened in Michigan with a fucking Obama appointed judge. Like, it's, it's a fucking nightmare. And what I think is funny is, like, like if you're gay, right, how the hell can you be 
Democrat at this point. Like, say what you want about the conservatives and, and, and all of that, and the Republicans and whatever, but, like, at no point are any of these people actively like, no, let's get the... Let's get people in here to toss your gay ass off of buildings. Like, it just, the, the, the cognitive dissonance of these people is fucking amazing. Like, intersexuality, uh, intersectionality or whatever, we'll get to that article from Politico in a second, is the most baffling shit. Because, like, I've heard some dumb ass shit on the right. I've heard some really dumb stuff from a lot of the pan-European, uh, identitarian realm and all of this shit. But... Never ever is it this contrary. Because yeah, Europe was at war with itself all the time, and like the Poles and the English fucking hate each other because you know, like the English, the the actual English, the white English people don't like the Polacks over there because they just are you know Eastern European fucking trash and all of that shit, uh, and they you know high criminal uh, criminality rate and all that. But it's still better than the than the fucking Muslims. So it's just odd. It's just odd, and all of this is just celebrated as like what a. What a what an accomplishment! We got a we got a an MWOC in there. That's uh that's fucking great, guys. That's fucking great. Thank you, Democrats. You're really you're really killing it. But it's gonna it's gonna be awesome when uh it's gonna be awesome when the Democrats are just all Muslim ladies, like just like a like a a, a probably pretty good restaurant. It's gonna be all Muslim ladies. It's gonna be fucking hilarious. Oh, uh, I don't know about that. It won't be it won't be too funny if you're a young girl, but uh. Man, imagine imagine being pro Sharia after your fucking twat got diced up with a piece of broken glass from a beer bottle in an alley somewhere. <laughs> imagine like going out and publicly saying like, "Yeah, no, this is this is." I mean, she didn't come out and say it, but she's been through it. She's you know. We Wait, can do we do we know if she, if she do we know if she doesn't have her lady dick? We can assume probably that is the case. If not, now they're gonna get her. They're gonna fucking. <laughs> They're definitely coming for that thing if she already hasn't had it removed. Think they're just, uh, what a weird thing, man. Like, what a weird fucking thing. It's, to... not, it's not that weird at all. I mean, if you look at, like, Muslims, like, I mean, that's their that's their whole thing. Like, they're, dude, they're, they're like explodey-ass Jews is, is kind of what, what their thing is, man. That desert sun is fucking destroying them. Their fucking minds have melted for generations and inbreeding and that shit. Be like, yeah, we're just gonna go cut some clits in uh, in the name of religion. It's, uh, <laughs> I don't know. I I just I just found that fucking baffling, you know. And then for the the fucking judge too, you know, it's just uh, yeah, female genital mutilation is uh, uh, law against banning is unconstitutional. In no way is that judge in Detroit trying to stop oh wait guess what guess what his name is spicky oh my god bernard friedman <sighs> wow it's like uh, you know it's like it's like these things write them fucking selves uh it's it's odd yeah u.s district judge bernard friedman said congress lacked authority under the commerce clause to adopt the 1996 law and that the power to outlaw female genital mutilation Belong to individual states. Yeah, I'm sure that's what he was. He was. He's just a good libertarian Jewish fella. That's all it is. He. There was no fucking agenda here. He was just trying to stop, you know, federal <laughs> federal overreach, Spicky, to with you know to be able to mutilate your fucking daughter's clit. I, I, I'm not it's a big fucking horrifying. I'm horrifying. Not a big, I'm not a big fan of of, of of women. I find them to be obnoxious. Uh, but good God, like you can't, I mean, you can't go around doing that. 
But this is, you know, this is what they're, this is, uh, this is where we're at here. Because you get all these, I mean, it's the same thing that happened with the fucking, uh, if we get to it tonight, the, 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 the fucking asylum shit. You just get a fucking Obama judge out there. You just get these assholes. They, they're, they're mad as hell. And they're doing anything that they can to stop anything that isn't the ridiculous, quote-unquote, progressive agenda. But apparently, what is very, very progressive is cutting clits off. So, I don't know. They're, they're, they're Ted Bundy judges, Spicky. They're Ted Bundy judges. Yeah, I mean, that's fucked up. To be that guy, too, you know, like, they're, you know, they're going out and trying to make this happen or whatever. And uh, to be that guy, like, his name goes out, he, he you know rules against it or whatever says it's unconstitutional i know he's a freedman but jesus fucking christ how do you go home and sleep at night after doing that knowing how? that you can go home to israel after this country's ruined yeah i guess after they make greater israel a thing it's i mean it would be one thing if it was like a libertarian judge like royal or you know ruling like oh well that is some federal you know, overreach there. It's got to be up to states. But that, that wasn't the reasoning behind that. That wasn't the reasoning behind that at all. You know, it was, uh, you know, Muslims are oppressed. They don't get to practice their brutal things here. Absolute fucking nightmare. Terrible. It just fucking drives me up the wall. I don't know. That's... Uh, you got anything? Uh, oh, yeah. Let's Let's talk about this. About this one here. Um... What do you th what do you think the Democrats are going to be up to here in 2020? You think they're going to try to walk it back and act like normal fucking people, or are they just going to double down on what they think worked in 2018? They're definitely going to double down. That's exactly right, according to Alex Thompson over at uh, Politico. 2020 Democrats are dramatically changing the way they talk about race. Now I don't like that title. I don't like that title one bit because it doesn't seem like they're dramatically changing it at all. It seems like what they're doing is doing exactly what they were going to do. They, they abandoned white people, uh, for the most part, uh, with, with Obama. But now it seems like they're abandoning white people altogether. The, the little tagline on this is they're shrugging off fears of driving more white voters to Trump. So they're done with you, white people. We said that this was going to happen after 2018. They were just going to say, fuck white women, because it wasn't, you know, every election didn't go the Democrats' way. Oh, which is why they had to spend two weeks fucking cheating, and that's why Orange County is uh, blue now, and that's why Young Kim uh, is 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 not in the House. But hey, you know whatever it is, Democrats thinking about running for president in 2020 are dramatically changing the way the party talks about race in Donald Trump's America. Get ready to hear a more a lot more about intersectionality, uh, allyship, inclusivity, inclusivity, and POC. White and non-white Democrat hopefuls are talking more explicitly about race. They, that's all they've ever talked about. That's all they've ever talked about. <sighs> than the, the party's uh, White House aspirants ever have. Uh, and shrugging off warnings than embracing so-called identity politics. How is it so-called identity politics? It is exactly what it is, identity politics. Distract from the party's economic message and, put mm, and push white voters further into Donald Trump's arms. While the 2020 primary will feature debates about Medicare for all and college affordability, the Democratic base also wants to uh, wants to know how candidates will address systemic racism and what they think it means to be an ally to people of color. Yeah, watch out, white people. They're, you know, the, the, the majority minority 
and uh, there's nothing you can do about it. That's that's the message for 2020. I don't see how this is really any different than what they've been doing recently, and it's kind of a scary thought to think about. If, if they're going to be ramping this up, like we haven't fucking seen shit yet. I think people on the left are really looking for someone that can take on corporate power and eradicate systemic racism, said Karthnik Ganapathy, who served as spokesman for Bernie Sanders in his 2016 presidential run. Let's just start with the hard truth about our criminal justice system. It's racist. That's Warren speaking there. Uh, the, the, the fucking you know, Indian that she is. She's donezo, though. She's out of here. Uh, she's too fucking white for these people. It's, uh, uh, Warren dismissed the pundits who argue that Democrats have to choose between being a party of the white working class and the party of Black Lives Matter. I don't know why you dismiss that at all. And the, the whole goddamn thing goes on and on forever, and it's fucking boring. Uh, and they talk about Stacey Abrams and all of this shit, and that bitch lost, but refused to say that she actually lost as much as like, oh, she just lost illegally and all of that. That's what we're looking forward to now. That's what we get to look forward to is cheating in these races, just a bunch of fucking fraud. While everybody was looking at Florida, they were like, all right, let's pick up everything that we got. The GOP didn't even look at California because they just thought it was a lost cause because they're a party of cowards. And we're just going to have more of that, just more fraud. And then when the black doesn't win, then, well, wow, the, you know, let's put an asterisk right next to that white fella's name. And then eventually, through demographic replacement, there won't be any more white people. Let's just wait it out until we can finally get Texas. Which, if you even look at the race in Texas, man, that governor race versus that Beto O'Rourke Ted Cruz race was nowhere near even close to the same. It was fraud going on there, too. But if they're just going to double down, like that's, that's their, that's their thing. I, I cringe at what it's going to look like in 2020. I can't wait to see the Democrat debates in 2020. Oh my God. It's going to look like a Wu-Tang Clan concert. But I, that's, that's where they're headed. I guess people have been saying it, but I just thought that maybe they'd have more some, some fucking sense in that, but they don't have to have sense. All they have to do is make sure that they let in more people. They allow more people to vote that shouldn't be voting. You know, illegals, felons, things like that. T people that typically steer towards their demographic of uh, politically unaware and gives me that. It's an absolute nightmare, Spicky. It's, uh, I really don't know what you even say about that. Other than, like, I'm not surprised. I just was, like, hoping that that wouldn't be the case. I think this goes on for... For fucking decades, um, they're not even hiding their anti-white rhetoric at all. And if you say anything about it, you're labeled a racist. They get you fired from your job. Pretty soon it'll be illegal to fucking say anything to a black person that might offend them. Um, the reason why they're attacking white people like this is because white people are so much more intelligent and they see what these fucking scumbags are up to. And they see, I mean, it's a giant fucking mafia is all the u.s government is it's it's just for them to make money i mean getting elected great awesome uh but none of them give a fuck about half of the shit they say they give a fuck about lining their pockets that's it that's what this is no absolutely i mean but it's like that on uh you know on both sides either way you're gonna you know you're gonna get fucked over but yeah to, for them to 
explicitly just say at this point, fuck the white working class, uh, which they were supposed to be appealing to. I always find that hilarious how, uh, you know, like, oh, we're about the workers and workers or whatever. But they explicitly cater to people that don't fucking work. Like the argument should be, okay, let's all gather around the Constitution and uh, do you want more welfare or less welfare? How much reach should the federal government have? It's, it's beyond that. It's beyond that now. And everybody, the country's been drifting apart for years and years and years. But for, for the parties to just choose, and again, it's just left, the, the, the leftist projection. They've been saying for the longest time, you know, like, oh, the GOP is racist and they just care about, you know, uh, uh, the rich and the white and all of that. Mainly, you know, that's what they've been honking on uh, for, for the longest time now. It's like, oh, white people, whatever. And the GOP refuses to say, fine, we're the party of white people. Uh, and I will say our blacks are better than their blacks. But they've just got a ton more of them, you know. Uh, that's If that's the route for 2020, then that's the route for 2020. So where does that leave the GOP. They're still not going to come out and be like, we're the party of white people because they can't say it because they've been built up entirely too much as, oh my God, you can't be racist. Meanwhile, they're fucking vehemently anti-white. I I don't know where, I don't know where white Democrat women are going to be besides in the basement of some, you know, some black fella at that point and saying like, yeah, no, no I'm fine with this. This is great. This is progress. It's fucking weird. It's bizarre. I don't... I, I, and it's bizarre that they would think that this is a, a winning strategy as well. Because that was not a wave in this last midterm. Even with the fraud, you can't say that there was a big wave. They didn't take the Senate. You know, it was very close. And the seats that they wanted, they didn't get. So it wasn't a wave in the least bit. But I guess this... I don't know. This is just a new fucking... This is where the Democrats are at. It's, it's just weird to me speak it's just weird like I'm a, I'm a pretty big fucking racist and shit like whatever right I don't know why you'd want to play that politically unless they're coming right out and admitting like you're gonna get fucked when are they gonna actually say white people are gonna be fucked because of demographics they're they're already kind of saying that they'll hint at it and things like that when are they just going to come right out and go full fucking South Africa like just spare me the fucking weight and just tell me that you're gonna have me killed like, please, put this all to an end. Uh, that's basically what they're saying here, though, is uh, they're coming for you. The weird thing to me, I mean, it's 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 strange for them to double down like this and just go full, like, uh, we're killing all the white people, basically. But how does how do white people still vote for them? You think, you've, you've seen what they do to cities. You go into cities, you don't want to be there. Those are all Democrat-run cities, you know? bring in diversity, bring in this crime and shit. And uh, those people are still voting for them. They're stupid fucking people, man. Like a lot of white people are really fucking dumb. Oh, hell yeah. But how do you do it? How do you fucking vote for that shit? Because you get to feel like a good person. You get to, uh, you know, put the whip to your back and be like, oh, I'm so sorry about slavery and racism and all of that nonsense and all of this. What What's, his, what's strange to me, and if it wasn't for the, like, the, the, the money uh, gap, you know, the big pay gap is, was it's like 87% of Jews vote Democrat. And I know that they're not all in on like some protocols fucking thing, right? It's just, it's just that's what you're taught. Like uh, uh, the, the majority of these blacks, the ones that do vote, 
that's what they were taught their whole life growing up is we're Democrats and you just vote Democrat because the other ones are racist. Same reason why a bunch of fucking hillbilly idiots will just vote Republican all constantly. No, I mean, I'm glad that they do. Don't get me wrong, but they will. And they'll just blindly do that. The majority of people are apolitical individuals. They're not like they don't care about this. Like they, that life is too hectic for them to really care about this type of stuff. Uh, it's, it's the, the parties that concern me, you know, the people that are, are, are in charge of such a thing. And for the Democrats to just outright come out and say, Hey, we are done with white people, which is, they've been saying for the longest fucking time. I mean, they've been given big, big hints. I'm just wondering, I mean, do you, do you think there's any hope for any of it's mainly white women on the coast, any fucking hope at all for these women? You know, we did pretty well. Trump did pretty well with white women uh, in 2016. But there's still just too much, too much. Like, more white women will vote for Democrats than, like, black men will vote for Republicans. Uh, We're, you know, getting some headroom with the Latinos, I guess. But that doesn't really mean much. And, like, shouts out to the Cubans, I guess. Yay. But they just hate communism because they've grown up knowing that communism is bad because their families fled Cuba. It, I think when you have the media and you have social media and all of that stuff, and you uh, uh, just an uninformed, uh, uninvolved base of people, uh, you're going to end up with, with, with this bullshit. And it's going to be fucking hilarious as white women finally realize, like, oh, shit. That guy I broke up with for voting Trump was right. The uh, the Muslims and uh, and all of that are, are, are not great. Somalis aren't great fucking people. Who'd have, who'd have fucking thunk it? It's going to be a nightmare. I, I don't think there's any fixing it. I, I, I just don't also... I just don't know if... When 2020 rolls around and they're extremely explicit like this, if it's really going to hurt them at that point. We can't get this immigration shit fixed because of all the judges that are fucking fags. I I don't I don't know where this leaves us, man. I'm like I don't want to just be like sad and tell everybody that we're totally doomed. Uh we didn't really have much of a chance to begin with, but I think if they double down and it doesn't blow up in their fucking face, then that I mean that's it. That'll just be that because the GOP's never going to be like, yeah, we're like against all of that. They're going to be like, yeah, we're going to talk about taxes a little bit. Now, now we'll get around to the wall. I support Donald Trump's border wall, and then they just not do shit for it. They don't. Know to, they don't fight. The only one that fucking fights is Trump. And you got like Steve King, and you got a few other fucking good people in there, like like Ted Cruz. I even like Rand Paul. Uh, you know, but none of them. None of them fight. None of them are gonna like. And I know. I think it's stupid for the GOP to like explicitly say like we're the party of white people. I think that's a terrible idea, but it should definitely be heavily implied. And not in a negative way. You know, we're, we're the party of people with jobs. How's that? Like, that? that's a fucking dog whistle if I've ever fucking heard one. I just, I, do you think it's going to blow up at all? Because I'm, I, I am wonder, I, it's not going to work in places like, you know, Mississippi and, and uh, shit like that. But it, it will absolutely work on the coast. 
I, I just don't know how much that fucking matters. I guess I'd really have to uh, worry about, like, Texas and shit. But you've got a lot of states that are turning purple at the moment. Like, I'm even bummed about Nevada. You know, that's just a blue fucking state now. What are, what are I, they going to do if we're, like, we're the party of just uh, tear down the fucking system, let's get some Bolshevism and all of that? Because you've got all of these fucking young kids as well. They're just like, yay, socialism. Because they grew up during a recession. They, you know, things have not worked out well for them, and they've just been fed a steady diet of you're a piece of shit, basically. I, I, I don't see it blowing up, though. I don't see it blowing up. I mean, they've painted everybody as racist as it is. You know, they're they're going and they're doubling down. Donald Trump's the biggest racist on the planet. And uh, how long have we heard that for? He's a racist. I mean, well, then, never then once they come in, out with like, never once until 2015. Actually, they thought right. Donald Trump was great until 2015, and then he, uh, yeah, was a fucking horrible, horrible racist. Get yeah, the race cards working for them. Why not keep playing it? You know, I mean, they, they, they'll paint you as a racist on TV if you say something. Like, look what happened to Ricky Vaughn. I mean, uh, really, the guy wasn't racist, but uh, once they found out who he was, they went fucking insane on him and then accused him of shit that he didn't actually do. So whatever. But uh, once, you know, once once this once the race card works until somebody gets incredibly fed up in Congress or something and does something about it uh, or, you know, they just roll over, man. They sit there and they say. Yeah, I'm not racist. That's the last you hear of it, you know. Uh, then people that they black people they used to be friends were like, no, I heard him drop ends all the time. Everybody does that. Everybody. And the the Hillary Clinton super predator comment, shit like that, man. That stuff goes. But if it's a conservative, you're painted as a racist. The identity politics are, uh, politics are fucking insane. Yeah. I, well, the thing is, like, everybody's tribal uh, is. is you know what it is like i mean we could sit and be like ah identity politics sucks and like yeah it, it does if you're trying to like make laws and stuff like that but the fact is it's just natural it's something that is going to happen and and white folks can't be left behind in that uh but it's just it 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 feels like it's 100 percent going to be it really is you're not gonna see anybody from the gop Besides, like, Steve King or whatever, they, you know, they're going to, going to Tucker Carlson's fucking house and shit just for him being like, you know what, maybe, like, don't bring in a whole bunch of people because it changes the community or whatever. He's fucking Adolf Hitler. And he's just a dude with a fucking talk show. So you're not going to be able to get any of these um, Republicans to do this shit. I mean, they're they're barely backing Donald Trump. It, it just It's a terrifying future that we got in front of us. <laughs> I think it's what it is. It's going to be a rough couple years, I know that. And then you're just going to hear more and more and more and more about this shit, where they're just going to, they're, they're blatant about it now. You're just going to hear it on CNN and shit, like, by, by 2020, they're going to be like, yep, we're coming to kill all white people. I can just see <laughs> Brian Stelter saying it now. Oh, man. It'll be funny, we'll find out who's white and who's Jewish real fucking quick when that happens. Yeah, yeah, now all of a sudden they're like, yeah, no, we're not white. We never were. Yeah. yeah we're not going down with you. That's just a fucking nightmare. Yeah, I, I don't know. I don't think everything's falling apart. It's just that things are things are bleak, you know? I mean, we've still got we've still got the Senate. Uh it's just populated with a bunch of fucking assholes. So, 
I mean, I guess it could be worse. I don't know. Got anything else on that uh, before we, you know, stop being a, a, a Sivnat podcast over here, like bitching about, like, why can't people just go ahead and care about jobs? Um, which is true. I wish people just cared about fucking, like, working for a living and, and shit like that. But, you know, we know that's not the fucking case. And uh, it, has, it obviously has nothing to do with biology or anything like that. I mean, it couldn't be. You know, uh, what people are taught culturally throughout their entire lives and, you know, mixed with uh, how fucking stupid certain people are and reliant on the government and all of that. And, you know, there's definitely not a certain group of people that have been writing books about it for many, many years, trying to turn uh, another population against white Americans, anything like that. Couldn't possibly be that. So, you know, personally, I'm just baffled by it, you know, very very baffled by all of these things. <laughs> uh, you got you got anything else before we go on to uh, Mr. Gavin McKinnis? Man, Bryden's suicide hotline has just taken a turn for the fucking sad. The world's Time sad. to move on. Yeah, the world's fucking sad, Spooky. It's fucking horrible. This is Right to Bryden, the least listened to podcast on the internet. So, Gavin McKinnis has quit the Proud Boys. He quit, not with a whimper, but with a 36-minute-long video about why he's not racist. Uh, so you might you, know, you might know that uh, the Proud Boys have been listed as an extremist group by the FBI, which is insanity, by the way. But uh, they they uh, have extremist uh, they're extremist group with ties to white nationalism. Uh, Washington State law enforcement says this. The uh, 2018 designation of the self-confessed self-confessed Western chauvinist group, as if that's a thing, by the way, as extremists has not been previously made public. The Proud Boys was founded by Gavin McInnes, yada yada, uh, insisted that he's not a white nationalist or alt-right, but the Proud Boys have a history of misogyny and glorifying violence. The SPLC lists them as a hate group. Uh, the document also says the FBI has warned local law enforcement agencies that the Proud Boys are actively recruiting in the Pacific Northwest, and Proud Boys members have contributed to the recent escalation of violence at political rallies held on college campuses and in cities like Charlottesville, Virginia, Portland, Oregon, and Seattle, Washington. There was not a Proud Boy presence in Charlottesville, okay? Like, that's that's a fucking thing, although they're named in a lawsuit. It's hilarious. They name everybody in this fucking piece of shit. Uh, go look at the fucking Kessler case. Those are online. Uh, they, 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 the Proud Boys definitely beat the shit out of some commies. But what they did was protect the people with the Patriot prayers and all that crap. Uh, they're a multiracial group of, of gays uh, and, <laughs> and what have you. No ties to white nationalism. But that, that, that just goes to show you. Well, some people would say it goes to show you cucking is not the end. You know, it just goes to show you how much they have it out for anybody that wants to have their own interests in mind. You don't even have to be white. They're going to tag in with white nationalism because you're not a, uh, a fan of uh, open borders and, and giant, overwhelming mommy government that hands you everything. Now, I'm not a big fan of the Proud Boys, although I find it interesting, Spicky, before we get into the Gavin McInnes uh, quitting of the Proud Boys. I want to play some video of the or some audio of this. Uh, it is weird how the Proud Boys are listed by the FBI, but Identity Europa is not. Um, so what do you think? Like, feds are ineffective on the uh, Identity Europa question. 
Oh, probably feds. You know, I pretty much assume everybody's a fed anyways, but uh, that is pretty weird. Yeah. <laughs> That's a strange one. The Proud Boys are like, no, dude, we're a bunch of fags, and uh, most of us are married to black women, and uh, somehow they're a hate group. It's fucking strange. So I don't know. I mean, you got you got to ask yourself that that question. I didn't Europa, feds or just so ineffective that nobody cares. <laughs> so it's it's funny, but uh, we got about like six minutes of of starting and stopping this uh, uh, of this stupid thing. Mister Gavin McGinnis quitting the Proud Boys again. It's a thirty six minute video. I'm not playing all fucking thirty six minutes of it. As of today, November 21st, 2018, I'm officially disassociating myself from the Proud Boys. In all capacities, forever, I quit. I was told to use the term stepping down, but I refused because that makes no sense. I was never the leader, only the founder. Although the media will likely say Gavin McInnes steps down as leader of extremist hate group Proud Boys because that's how they roll. I do all of this reluctantly because I, see, I still see it as the greatest fraternal organization in the world, but rumors and lies and terrible journalism has made its way to the court system. And the NYC9, the Proud Boys uh, arrested after I did a talk here in New York on October 12th, are facing serious charges. Okay, so first things first. Uh, I, I, fine, he has consistently said that he's not the leader that he doesn't give marching orders, anything like that, but he was the founder of the organization, the Proud Boys. I, 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 can, I can agree with him on that. On the other hand, he has advocated to go out there and punch commies in the face. Uh, he has uh, totally backed all of this stuff up. I mean, I've always thought of the Proud Boys as just like a shitty drinking club filled with nerds, you know. But as soon as the courts get involved, he immediately threw his guys under the bus over there in New York. And then now, as soon as it's getting a little hot, he's fucking done. This is not going to help Gavin at all, Spicky. I don't think this is going to help him at all. He did a 36-minute video. After we get through the this part, it's ridiculous. He goes on. I didn't get a chance to watch all of it. I just skimmed through. Uh, so like, maybe I'm totally wrong, but it seemed to be, he was like, and here's picture, here's videos of me with black people making off color jokes. And then they laugh. So like, there you go, feds. Uh, it's, you know, it's, it's not, uh, he's in no trouble. I don't think legally, uh, nor should he be honestly. Uh, but you know, it's not gonna, it's not gonna stop the media from, from, from doing that. Uh, luckily he's Gavin McInnes. He doesn't seem to care about all of the people that he got to be like proud of your boy and like how many cereals can you name and uh and all of that shit whose name is forever slandered now by this even if they had loose affiliation with the proud boys so uh, just uh 49 seconds in Spicky, what do you what do you make of uh old gavin's uh uh i'm done speech this is a plea for uh from gavin to get the left to not slander him anymore to have mercy please yeah yeah i'm not this guy you painted me to be but too late gavin uh you're gonna be painted that way for the rest of your life well he works for crtv so like he's still got a job as far as we know um you know i uh, did he did he quit rebel or did he get fired 
I don't know. Doesn't everybody quit Rebel? I think everybody quits Rebel. Uh, I think it's safe to assume he quit. I don't know, though. I'm told by my legal team and law enforcement that this gesture could help alleviate their sentencing. Fine. At the very least, this will show jurors they're not dealing with a gang and there's no head of operations. We are not an extremist group and we do not have ties with white nationalists. That's a sentence that was pulled out of a Vancouver police report that, and no one, not one reporter talking about this ever spoke to the FBI. Not one reporter. It's in a police report in Vancouver. It's an FBI dictum. Uh, we disavow all forms of alt-right, white supremacy, white nationalism, et cetera, et cetera. We are a multiracial club with blacks, Jews, gays, Asians, et cetera. And one thing I want to get into later is this whole idea of white nationalism, white supremacy is a crock. Why are we talking about it so much? Such people don't exist. Anyway. Has Gavin ever been to Gab? <laughs> Not yet. Not until he gets banned from Twitter. Uh, I think he, no, oh, he's already been he there. He was, actually. Yeah. No, he's just like old and he's like, ah, oh, I work for CRTV now and I'm kind of funny. I think Gavin's funny. You know, I think he's a funny guy. Uh, but no, I mean, in a way he's right. I think what he's trying to say is, you know, everybody that they call a white nationalist, white supremist and all of that shit, uh, they're not. Like you very rarely meet many of those people. Uh, and if you do, it's normally people saying it either with an asterisk or next to it. Uh, or some other type of qualifier, or just because it's like being called a racist at this point, it's like, okay, fine, what the fuck ever, fine. Or to like be mean or, or, or anything like that. There, there are white nationalists out there, uh, but I don't see why that's like necessarily a bad thing either. Like, I don't see why that title is a bad title. Uh, white supremacist, I could see being a bad title, um, but I don't see why white na nationalist is necessarily a bad title. Um, but that's just, they're gonna, they, they call nationalist a bad title now. Like they're like, Oh, Trump said he was a nationalist and all that. Oh no. What an evil thing. Uh, like not, it's all with an asterisk. And like, if you talk to a person, you're going to find out that like, they're not a genocidal maniac unless you go to people on gab who are LARPing as genocidal maniacs, but most of them are too fat to get out of their chair anyway, a bunch of losers. So, you know, it, I mean, it is what it is, but I, th that's what I took from that, man. Yeah, I agree. I think it's, uh, you know, he's more alluding to the really extreme race groups like the KKK was in the 40s and 50s and stuff like that, where there was actual like violence and stuff like that. That He's he's right. I mean, it's a bunch of nerds making racist jokes on the Internet. I mean, these guys were a drinking club is essentially what it was. They'd have like meetings at bars and then the left would find out and they'd get stormed and. You know, th yeah, things are going to get violent when that happens. Uh, defending themselves, you know, that's not, I mean, Gavin did advocate violence, but, you know, like in Rufio Panman's case where he fucking knocked that dude out <laughs> clean, yeah. like he was clearly being attacked. Did we know? ever find out if that guy that he hit died? <laughs> I, I thought he was in a coma or something. Yeah, I don't, I don't think we ever found out what happened. I knew that uh, no matter what happened, Rufio Panman was uh, like, not gonna get charged i mean but yeah i mean oh i i i will say like uh the proud boys are or were i imagine they're gonna disband now uh a, a, a pretty violent group but I, I they were never the people that 
were instigating violence. Every video that you saw, it was, you know, a bunch of Antifa, you know, nerds and all of that running at some old ladies at a Patriot prayer or whatever and uh, just getting their shit fucked up. Uh, but yeah, I mean, they, they totally actively committed violence. And uh, Gavin McInnes has been on the record numerous times saying that that's completely okay and what you have to do is defend yourself. Now, I don't, I don't necessarily disagree with this fella at all, uh, but it, it, he said he's not the leader of the Proud Boys. He's just the founder or whatever, and I, I don't think he handed down marching orders or anything like that. I don't think they are a, a criminal gang or anything like that, but he obviously inspired some people to go and rough up some motherfuckers. I'm sure there were plenty of the uh, uh, Proud Boys that went to things just to fuck up some Antifa because like why not uh I, I, I'm sure that 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 happened uh but like why why go after the fucking proud boys and not to the Antifa but I mean I guess we know that everybody's fucking scared of the, the commies but all right let's, let's go on here Anyway, we have created a legal defense fund for the boys. It's at fundthewest.org. These guys deserve legal representation. This is one of them, by the way. This is Big J with his wife and kids. He's fired now, thanks to... Uh, Big J uh, as, as a black wife. His wife looks like Charlie fucking... Or looks like uh, Tracy fucking Chapman. This ugly bitch. I, I love how shamelessly he's like, yeah, and see, uh, there's colored people around us, so <laughs> I can't be racist. I'm I'm giving him money to to a half black family. <laughs> I, that was probably the funniest part of the video. When I saw that, I just started laughing because he's kind of subtle about it. There was nothing subtle about it. That picture being up there the whole fucking time. <laughs> no, no, I mean not that, but he's subtle about you know pointing it out. This lazy journalism. And these kids are now at a severe disadvantage because their dad's no longer making money. Nice work, journalists. Uh, activists will likely shut this page down. It's, it's a, a, a sort of a bracelet system where you can buy anything from a $25 one to a $5,000 one. And all. He has fucking Armstrong, Livestrong fucking bracelets. I. There's. I, that's, that's so lame. The proceeds go to their lawyers. Um, I just bought a $5,000 wristband today, and I'll be contributing more. Um, uh, I've already said the thing about the, the FBI. The, this, uh, I, don't I don't quite understand how we got here. We started this club. I understand how you got there. Uh, you told people to beat the shit out of communists in the streets. Like, that. You, you, that that's how you got here, buddy. Don't. Like, you don't deserve all of the, the blame for any of this by any stretch of the imagination, Gavin, but you told people to beat the shit out of people in the streets, buddy. Like, I mean, that's it was, it was a quick road to getting here, you know? Because a producer for my old comedy vidcast was a 24-year-old virgin who refused to quit porn. It could have been called the Getting Ben Laid Club. We punch each other until you can name five breakfast cereals. That's from high school. When yeah, yeah, nobody, nobody is debating how lame the Proud Boys are with their with their habits. Nobody is debating that at all. But it is more the 
beating people up in the streets, even in self-defense. I Even in self-defense, I know, Gavin, I know. I'm on your side on this. I'm on your side. I think you should defend yourself against these fucking violent left-wing organizations over there, the, the, the different sects of Antifa and what have you. But don't act like you never saw this coming, bucko. Come on. And if you farted and didn't say safety, everyone got to punch you until... That's right. You can name five breakfast cereals. And I remember some guys started memorizing breakfast cereals, so we had to change it to chocolate bars. We go to Vegas every year in Hawaiian shirts. I shouldn't say we. The, the third-person pronouns are going to get... Hold on. Wait a second. Before we, I, I don't care about uh, that thing. Specky, did you catch how weird that was that it was like some guy started memorizing breakfast cereals? Yeah. What do you mean memorize? He didn't want to be beaten. No, I understand that, but it's like, what do you mean memorizing breakfast cereals? Golden Grahams, Honeycomb, Cheerios, Raisin Bran, and uh, Frosted Flakes. There you go. There's five fucking breakfast cereals. Like, what do you mean memorizing? Like, just commit things you see in the world to memory. Like, they're brand names on top of it, so it's not like they, it's not like you're not bombarded with them constantly. That just seems weird. How fucking stupid are the fucking people that Gavin McKinnis has hung around with where, you know, like, they can't, like, remember the names of things? <laughs> I, I, I mean, I can, I can tell you five brand names of, of anything, of like fucking anything right now. I'm sure I could come up with five in under 30 seconds. It, it is funny, but it's also funny where he's like, yeah, we're not violent. And then he goes on. He's like, yeah, man, we beat the shit out of each other till, uh, till people are like memorizing shit. Like uh, such a good way to go about it, Gavin. I don't know. He's just, uh confusing here uh we wear hawaiian shirts and call they call themselves the margarita boys our secret handshake is from the predator we talk about the elders like they're some kind of omnipotent force which is an inside joke from fraggle rock the name of the i like this club i like his uh i, I like his defense here is like look we suck <laughs> we're dumb nerds like, is all it is <laughs> Which, I mean, which is right, which is right, but none of it excuses the fact that it's like, and again, I'm on their side, but it's like, buddy, you guys do beat the shit out of people in self-defense, completely, in self-defense. And that's the part that they're mad about. Like, that's the part that they're mad about. Be mad at the government. Don't, like, quit your organization uh, over, over all of this. Like, I don't know, if it is going to help their sentencing or what the hell ever. Yeah, maybe. I mean, that that's great and maybe good of him to do. Maybe we'll find out that that's, like, a good thing that he did. But, like, this is just the Proud Boys are done now because some people got into trouble. Uh, it's I mean, it's how you see any of these organizations. They always play out this way. As soon as people get into trouble, then, like, oh, geez, and then they're done. Except for, like, NSM, which is completely, you know, just feds at this point. Uh, apparently, Heimbach's hanging out with him now. Fucking hilarious. Oh my god! Yeah, no, they're like you know, so like all twelve of them. It, I don't know, I don't know. Comes from a video we used to cringe watch because, like all red-blooded American males, we hate musicals. They're playing the proud of your boy thing at this moment. Proud of your boy, I'll make you proud of your boy. Believe me. 
I've wasted time. I've wasted time. Why does he have to say time though? Anyway, sorry. Stop. Yeah, please uh, stop. You'd actually keep playing it super quiet. Please don't though. Is it conceivable to anyone out there that there may have been an element of humor to all this? Actually, it's distracting me. Turn it off. Gavin, ask yourself that, buddy. Is it conceivable that there is an element of humor to the internet, quote-unquote, white nationalism or explicit white nationalism that you have seen on the internet? Could it be that there is an element of humor to it and that there are a sect of people out there on Gab that really are unapologetically neo-Nazis, which ultimately ended up ruining whatever the alt-right was supposed to be in early 2017, uh, early to mid-2017, uh, that like ruined all of that shit, that there was an element of humor to it. They're just a little more racially biased, I guess. Uh, you know, the, the, the people that you we're like oh they're terrible and i agree that they're terrible but i say that they're terrible because they're sociopaths because they're sociopaths gavin has kind of done the same thing that i see all of these people do which is get a bunch of people together and then go oopsie daisy things got a little too hot and then leave them in the dust but at least gavin has the money and the platform that he's at least trying to save, I guess. I don't think he's going to get fired from CRTV. I doubt it. They're the edgy conservatives. You know, they've got roaming millennial over there who's like, whoa, I think it's fine to wear hats in Congress because, like, Jews should be able to as well. I'm fine with that as long as they're okay with the Constitution. You know, those those real, real great people over there. Although, actually, CRTV has a bunch of great people on it. You know, I like Crowder. I know some people don't like Crowder. I think he's a funny guy. And Mark Levin. I like Mark Levin. Yeah, come quat. But he's trying to save his whole thing. Or at least he's got money to, like, kind of donate to these people's court cases. So it's not like Spencer with all this shit where people go to jail and then Spencer's like, Oh, well, I'm going to bang a Satanist. At least there's that. But he's doing the same thing. He's cutting and running like these people always do. I've said it for a long time. Groups are bad. Don't be a part of a group. Why do you think we started OIWD? We explicitly said it a year ago. We started OIWD so we could get you into trouble and you could give us all your money and you could just just lift us up. And, uh, you know, you just got to you just got to go to jail, bro. You just got to go to jail. <laughs> it's ridiculous, Spicky. This guy, he's doing exactly what all these other people do. And he, he, he it's. I, I I I expected better, I guess, and like in a way, it's slightly better because he does have the money that he can throw at it, which means nothing, you know. So these people are still fucked, and they shouldn't be fucked at all. They shouldn't be. Like you should go and pay uh, if you have the money to to help with these guys' legal case. The reason that they're in any type of trouble is because they said something. How do you like that faggot? So they're like, whoa, 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 clearly you started this because you called the guy a faggot when he was punching you in the head. There's a <clears throat> well-defined pattern to these people. It is start a group or be a part of a group, be a voice for a group. When the shit hits the fan, after you collect a bunch of money, get a bunch of lives fucked over, leave. What Gavin's doing with the... The money and stuff, that's that's all well and good, but uh it's not a fucking good look. 
and it's not going to save him in the long run either. I mean, he is he's he's one of the the uh, people on the ADL uh, Nazi hate list. Yeah, it's never going to go away. They're not going to take that down, dude. They're not. You're there for life. Everywhere you go, you're that guy now. Which and the ADL's wrong for that. You know, like uh, Gavin is not one of those guys. I mean, I no. think, you know, he did that one drunken video before he quit or got fired from Rebel over in Israel where he was talking about that Holocaust Museum shit. You know, and he was like, why do they just keep bringing this up? So, you know, maybe there's that. He's probably a little bit more, but he just cares about his fucking, I guess hopefully he just cares about his family, but at, at the expense of other people. That's really what it is. It's just at the expense of all these other people. And it's consistently what these right-wing grifters do. And I wonder, there's got to be the left-wingers do the same fucking thing. Uh, you know, we know uh, uh, La Leche Mamacita does it, but she's now an elected official. So, you know, I, it, it's something. Joking around with your buddies is 99% of what men's clubs are, and they used to be everywhere. Feminists made them verboten in the 1980s, and thanks to this myth of toxic masculinity, apparently they're verboten today. This is a funny clip from One Day at a Time from the 80s when they were doing a sort of a satirical news piece on uh, the death of men's clubs. And this is as they were dying in the 80s. Check it out. This is who we are. That fraternal organizations, men's clubs, lodges, etc., are fading from the American scene. Fading? You've got to be kidding. They're the backbone of this country. I can't speak for the Elks or the Meese. We're turning them away down at the SOBs. <laughs> Secret Order of Beavers, North Central Chapter. Secret Order of Beavers. Wayne F. Schneider, Activities Chairman and Entertainment Procurer. Yeah. Listen, if you'd like to join, this Friday night, we're having our annual stag party and beer bust. Well, I don't... I, How sinister. Huh? Bring your own clams. <laughs> Make a lovely That's beer. enough. You faux intellectuals and radical leftists are analyzing every detail about us like we're some kind of sinister religion when it's more like jackass meets Animal House. Uh, except I liked both of those things. We, or they, are not even looking for new members. There's no agenda. There's no recruitment. Recruitment is making sure they're not alt-lefters who are going to dox you and get right your car attacked. Uh... The, the, there's already too many members in New York. A good meetup is like 30 dudes in New York city. It's a hundred. We don't want more members. We're turning them away at the, at the beaver lodge. Um, anyway, this gesture is bizarre because I'm not stepping down from a position. I'm stepping down from a perceived position. I am to the proud boys. What Michael Malcolm McLaren is to punk. There are about 10,000 members around the world and they certainly don't need me to survive. This is. Do you believe that? Because I kind of believe that. Uh, I, I know how easy it is to... Because uh, when I had a Facebook, there's like the level one Proud Boy where they let you into the Facebook group. And then I, I, I wanted to just infiltrate them so I could troll them. And then I just never got around to it. Uh, I got you know busy like uh, tricking V into thinking I was Antifa and shit like that instead. Uh, just getting drunk and not accomplishing any of the things that I set out to do. But... Do I mean? Do you think that there's at uh, ten thousand or whatever? I can't imagine. Maybe I mean, maybe there is. There's a lot of dumb people out there. But I mean, what what does that mean? Does that mean some asshole who puts Proud Boy in his fucking Twitter bio or something? I know he claims they fed him and everything, but that's ten thousand people who are donating money or. 
You yeah, know. they don't. I, as far as I know, they don't have like membership dues or anything like that. I mean, it was a very uh, loose knit kind of organization. I know that like different cities had like different people and, and shit like that. Like uh, when I was back in L.A., I forget the name of the fella, but he was like, nah, none of us really like Gavin that much, <laughs> you know, and they just kind of did their own thing, which was go out and fucking drink. Yeah, and get uh, get their fucking uh, leader, Gavin McInnes, to get them all labeled as fucking Nazis as he's, you know, advocating for political violence. Yeah, I mean, think about all the fucking photos that are out there right now, you know. That's that's a lot of people. I mean, if it's 10,000, that's a lot of people now that are now forever branded uh, a member or former member of an extremist group. It's not cutting off the head of a snake. It is simply removing a colorful scale from its side. I'm happy to do it, however. I would do any for, anything for these guys. I'd have sex with a man if it would keep them out of jail. Shocker! Man's man, like even Caitlyn Jenner. Shocker there. Gavin couldn't he couldn't he couldn't wrap this thing up without uh talking about begging dudes. No. Thank you, Gavin. I assume that's less traumatic. Maybe not, maybe be even weirder. Uh to be honest, I don't fully understand why this would please the courts. We are not a gang. Yes, I have used hyperbolic language on comedy podcasts while dressed like the guy from Falling Down. An actual gang requires two things. It needs a leader, and it needs to be engaged in illegal activities. Neither is true with the Proud Boys. All this technically means is I can't grab beers with my brothers once a month because I did a talk. Some might say this violates America's freedom of association, and we've lost our right to free speech. I'm not saying that. I can't. My real crime here, and the thing that started this entire mess, this propaganda firestorm, was mocking socialist Democrats. I did this before an election at a time when the left was being known for mob violence, and the socialist Democrats were desperate to obfuscate the narrative. This guy has a 25 fucking page speech here. Just to say, like, hey, I'm not a thing. Uh, uh, you, you notice he's he's really trying more to save his ass than he is trying to save, you know, them. At least the vibe that I got from it. But I'm I'm, I'm done with the Gavin uh, stuff. So cringy, so fucking cringy. Well, I mean, it's just what what would you expect? What else would you expect from Gavin at this point? You know. Yeah, that's a good point. I mean. He did shove a dildo up his ass on fucking are on video. Sure, okay, I I was sure that that wasn't faked. Like I, I know I I've seen that. The, I I just I'm not sure if he really did that. I I, I don't know. Uh, he probably did. I mean, he just said he was he'd have a sex with a man to keep any one of them out of uh, jail. So he probably did. That's, yeah. Do you got anything else on Gavin? I think we ought to take a quick pee break. Uh, and then we'll come back and finish this stuff up. This is a kind of a long one, guys. But, uh, you know, we're only here once a week, so. And we're, oh, we we suck tonight. It doesn't matter. I don't care. I don't care anymore. I'm just, I'm just going to get all you guys involved in, like, some really bad shit. And then just, like, uh, you know, as soon as anything bad happens, I'm just going to hang you out to dry. That's what I'm going to do. Because I'm Gavin McInnes. That's our game plan. <laughs> That's the, Well, at least we told him last year that was the game plan. But um, 
Yeah, yeah, you want to go ahead and uh, do a quick break and we'll come back? Yeah, yeah. All right, we'll see you guys in a sec. fucking long on this one guys but that that's okay because again we're only here once a week uh and then we're gonna have a big long discussion spicky and i about uh uh you know whether or not we allow cigars in the studio whether or not we're gonna do this twice a week we got we got all kinds of stuff plus i i, I do want to give a a big plug to if you're uh one of the rss feed people you need to go over to youtube.com slash bryden proctor and you will see me oftentimes just do uh, uh, two hours worth of me watching YouTube videos of just weird shit, um, which is apparently fun for some people, you know, doing better in the live viewership than, than we're doing tonight. But, you know, it's, it's right before the holidays. Uh, but I wanted to leave you guys on, on a couple really, uh, you know, nice stories. Um, but we didn't have those. <laughs> so Donald Trump has submitted written answers to Mueller's questions uh, regarding the Russia probe. This is terrible. This is absolutely terrible, in my opinion. There is a clip. I wish that we could bring it up. It doesn't really matter. Where he was like, my lawyers don't write the questions. I write the questions. Or the answers, you know, I write the answers. I'm not comfortable with Donald Trump answering questions from Mueller. Now, it's not because I think Donald Trump did anything wrong. I don't believe that he did anything wrong. There is no Russia collusion. It's just not real and was never real. But look at who you have on this team. You got Mueller. You got the fucking uh, 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 Weissman motherfucker. You got, you know, a whole bunch of Democrat donors. And and, and, and I remember uh, uh, Mueller allowed people to sit in prison for the longest time over that Enron shit. Everybody forgets about that. That's like a thick. That's who you, you know, that's who you've got on this. Obviously, they're trying to create a crime. Because what this is, what this actually means is, you know, this is stuff that Trump has said a thousand times. I would imagine like the, the uh, questions have got to be like, did you collude with Russia? Did you, uh, did, did you tell uh, uh, General Flynn to... Talk to the Russians. It makes sense for Flynn to have spoken to the Russians. He was part of the transition team. But hey, that's all the same stuff they're gonna they're gonna do. But what this does, it's a trap for saying, oh well, he lied. Lying lying to, to prosecutors, etc. 
It's just entrapment. And what's interesting about this is that no matter no matter what, no matter if it's true or not, what this does is actually open up the opportunity for Mueller to say, I don't believe that. I'm going to charge you with lying. Doesn't matter if he if he really believes it, doesn't matter if it was true, anything like that. He could still charge the president, which is going to open up a whole fucking wonderful can of worms. He could still charge him with it. Doesn't matter because it could, you know, it could, it could, you know, beat it in court or anything like that. But he's still able to charge the president. But he has to say that he was, you know, knowingly lying or something like that for it to really, really, really matter. But it doesn't, it, it, none of that matters. We also don't know what kind of rules were made for this. The Trump administration right now, I think, is under the impression that this is going to just be perhaps the end of it. Trump himself has said, uh, you know, we're probably done with the witch hunt. I don't think Mueller's done with it at all. I think it's going to go on and on and on and on. He never should have answered any of this bullshit. I think it's a horrible fucking move. These guys have been trying to design crimes for the president to commit. It, none of it. None of this. If Trump goes down for anything, none of it will have anything to do with Russia. Because now what they're doing, now that Mueller has been involved, is they'll try to get him for obstruction or lying to, to you know, uh, officials and all this shit. None of There was never any Russia collusion. I, I, Giuliani had had this to say. Uh, it, is, it has been our position from the outset that much of what has been asked raised serious constitutional issues and was beyond the scope of a legitimate inquiry. This remains our position today. The president has nonetheless provided unprecedented cooperation. The special counsel has been provided with more than 30 witnesses, 1.4 million pages of material, and now the president's written responses to questions. It's time to bring this inquiry to, uh, to conclusion. I thought it was supposed to be done in September, according to Giuliani. You remember that? I don't think anything good happens here. There's not a good way for this to end for the president. I think he's given in a little bit and, and, and just thought the way that originally when the whole probe everything first started, the administration was extremely helpful with the, with the Mueller probe. They were like, okay, fine, we'll just do whatever. And I think they're getting back into that nonsense. I don't know how they haven't realized that the whole point is to try to create a crime for the president to have committed. And even if they can't prove that shit in court, what does that do to his approval ratings, which they've been trying to drag down, which they've been unable to drag down, to whether they can go to him and say, listen, the people are just not with you anymore. They'll do to him what they did to Nixon. It's yet to be seen, you know, I can't, read minds. I obviously I don't have any insight into what's going on in the administration, but this is bad stuff. I was really, I mean, it could have been worse. At least he didn't like sit down and talk to him because even if it's off by like a date or something like that, that's how they got Martha fucking Stewart. That's how they got Scooter Libby. I don't know why the president would do this. I don't know why anybody would think that this was okay. 
I would like to think that they're not bowing to some type of pressure here. But don't look for, like, good signs out of this. There is no 40 chest. There is no QAnon shit. This is seriously a shady group of people within the government fucking over a duly elected president. They're going to invent a crime for this guy. I mean, or at least that's what they're trying to do. I don't know if they're going to be able to, but that, that's what they're trying to do. This is far from over, Spicky. It's, I, I just, I read this and thought it was such a bad fucking move. I don't know why anybody would think that this is okay. It is a terrible move, and all they're doing is just trying to fish uh, for exactly what you said. The, it's some sort of a technicality, whether it's something he phrases differently or... You know, he doesn't remember an exact date of something. And then they can charge him. It doesn't matter. The charges aren't going to stick. We all know that. But they're going to do it. That's the game plan. And Trump's going to be pretty frustrated. I mean, I don't know why he would do this. I don't see I don't see, uh, I don't see. how he thought this was a good idea at all. Well, you know, Politico has even written a whole fucking, you know, wet dream article over here as they like to do. Mueller's got some answers, but he's not done with Trump. So they just tell you exactly what we just told you. And then they just go on to, uh, you know, speculate about how this could go in Mueller's favor or not. Uh, and, you know, they, they bring up, you know, Nixon, all of this stuff. You can go read this bullshit yourself. It's fucking garbage, honestly. But I, I think anybody can like grasp what is going on. And I, I was hoping that those people would be on Trump's legal team here. I, I I've never I, th like, this is the more like, but I guess I hate the term, but like black pilling situation here that I, I, I want to think like, I don't know what's going on. So maybe they've got some type of plan, but I, I there there's, it's just it's just giving more legitimacy, no matter what the president says, more and more fucking legitimacy to this investigation. It's tiresome. It's okay. really fucking tiresome to even have to talk about it. Never mind being in his shoes, but how does nobody around Trump say, no, you're not doing that. That's fucking stupid. Not one person. Nobody could talk him out of it. I mean, he is an arrogant bastard. So I don't know if this was his decision or it's, 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 I don't know. I mean, does he make it to fucking 2020 at this point? You know, I'd say, yeah, but, uh, I mean, this isn't going to end anytime soon. No, I mean, this will go on if he's reelected, it'll go on for eight fucking years, dude. Like, yeah, it's tiresome. It wears on you. I, I'm I'm sick of talking about it. To be honest, do with you, you remember but... the good old days when we didn't talk about the fucking Mueller investigation? We were like, yeah, we'll talk to talk to you about it when it becomes important. And I just assumed that it would fucking eventually go away. Yeah, and I said, no, it's not going to go away. They're just going to keep fucking making shit up. That's what they're doing. I mean, you haven't heard really anything about uh, you know, them about those Russians they tried to indict or whatever. Yeah. Like what happened with that? Like, this is just uh, it's such a bunch of bullshit. I don't know. It's a nightmare. I, I, what? Okay. What could be, let's speculate here. 
since it was in the since it was in the intro, I feel like we should spend a little more time on it. We could, otherwise we could have just put Gavin McInnes and be like, "Hey, it's uh, well, it's right to pride." It's another fucking lazy ass episode because we're out of our groove. Uh, you know, uh, sorry, but what could be the possible fucking upside to this at all? I mean, I can't really think of one. Spare that like ridiculous shit about you know, like Mueller secretly on. On Trump's side, you remember we had Pave on talk about that. Uh, I don't, I don't know the upside outside of just like desperation of like, please just let this come to an end. Uh, that maybe they're trying to end it as quickly as they can before the Democrats take the House. But even that, there's still going to be just endless investigation after endless investigation. That's what we have to look forward to for the next two fucking years from the House. It's going to be a complete nightmare. I don't think this does anything to. St- to stop that, it probably just comes back to the absolute nutlessness of uh, of the GOP to do anything at all to stop the like they're still looking at their opponents as like reasonable people. You know, I it's like when we, I, I'll I'll try to like look at a lot of these people as like reasonable people. Like, well, you can't possibly believe that. Well, they they it doesn't matter what they believe. They don't believe that. They just want to win. Like, they, all it is is the pursuit of power. And if that's if they've caved to that, thinking that written answers to this are going to ease anybody's mind, they're they're already set in what they believe. It doesn't. The truth doesn't matter. This is such a fucking horrible move. It's not good, and and it's. I mean, I can't think of one thing that could benefit Trump from this unless. Somebody convinced him, uh, which, you know, how it's not going to end. How could you convince him this is going to end? Because he answered some fucking questions. He's probably already answered like 300 fucking times. And he answers them every day at press conferences and shit, right? So it's not going to end. Nobody could have possibly convinced him that this is going to be it. This is going to be over. Well, he has a lot of snakes in the administration. I mean, there's there's tons of people around. The guy has to be fucking paranoid as hell at this point. You know, oh, he can't yeah. know who the fuck to trust. I mean, there's never been a president that has had this bad of a thing going on. I mean, it's the guy's fighting the whole fucking world at this point. I, it's just, I mean, what else can be said other than, like, what a fucking bad move. Uh it's he hasn't committed a crime, but they're gonna invent a fucking crime for the guy. They will. I mean, that's what they did when they when they had Robert Mueller, uh, you know, get get involved to be the be the special counsel and all of that. All they were doing is like, okay, we're gonna try to open up as much shit as we can, so we can, we're gonna be able to get him with some obstruction because now that's what they're looking into. You know, what they're looking into now is like, was there obstruction? Apparently, a a big thing that Mueller was curious about was uh the 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 joke that trump made about uh the, you know hey russians can you uh, you know nobody can find hillary's emails hey if you could find him it'd be a great gift to the media apparently that's what he's really curious about that's uh, it's it's close enough to my worst nightmare of like completely outlawing humor you know he know muller knows that that's a joke muller knows that that all of what he's doing is joke. muller is a complete prick and I don't know. I, I like. I I don't know how to like not be super depressed at this point, man. Like I really, really don't know how to be just fucking not 
horribly depressed about the whole situation. I think this is going to come back and bite him in the ass in one way or another. Maybe not this year. Maybe not next year. Maybe not the year after that. Whatever. Eventually, it's it's going to. Because I think he's going to ask him for more fucking things. You know, all it is is opening the door. He's just going to want more answers to more bullshit. They open the fucking door to the president. He, I mean, shit. We're going to have to, we're probably going to find out who was right. Can you subpoena a fucking sitting president? We're probably going to find that out. You remember the Kavanaugh thing? It was like, no, you can't do that. We're going to find that out all the fuck over again. There, there's a good chance that they, that the house impeaches the fucking president, but the Senate doesn't move to convict. So he can't be removed from office. Sit with that in 2020. What a fucking nightmare that's going to be. That's got to be the end game though. Well, yeah, I mean, I, I guess the end game is just putting him in prison for bringing up Hillary's emails, but uh, it's something along those lines. They don't want him back in office, and they're going to do anything they possibly fucking can to make sure that he's not getting reelected. Including driving the country into a fucking all-out civil war, apparently. Um, it's, I, did, I mean, this is this is the media's fault, 900%. Uh, that any of the, I mean, like the, the, the Washington elite and, and, and the swamp and whatever have you were already shitty people, right? And they, they had their big issues and all that. But if they didn't have such sway with the media to gaslight the people, we, none of this would have ever fucking worked. It's amazing. It hasn't worked up until this point. It's fucking scary that it did though. Yeah. I mean, it, it really fucking is scary that it is just. The media using basically a fucking meme to get the president fucking uh, impeached. They've caused riots. Yeah. Like, I mean, you've got you've got Antifa in Portland. Like, you know, they always and they want to talk about this, too. They're like, oh, white nationalists have been emboldened by the Trump presidency. You know who the fuck else has the crazy Antifa, the hyper communist motherfuckers. They feel like they're fighting this like great battle. And the media has gaslit this entire fucking country into thinking they're fighting for, like, the good of this or that or whatever when they should be just be like, fuck, I'm going to get a job. There are cultural battles to be fought, but it's not hitting each other with sticks. It's not a good fucking look. The media has used the Trump presidency to embolden a lot of bullshit. Normal, that normal people 15 years ago would have been like, yeah, get the fuck out of here. I don't like communists or the Klan. Fuck off. Normal ass people. Now you could be able to have a conversation that it was, it was not right. We were still facing all this demographic nonsense. We could go back to Reagan. Reagan fucked us up. Well, you know, with the, we, he ruined California. Like all this shit was going on. You could say this was a natural point. But Obama and then the media under Trump have just thrown gas onto the fire. And then they turn around and blame you and they call you a fucking this and that and the other. And you may be one of those things, guys. But, you know, it's okay. Like nobody, I mean, as long as you're not out there hitting people with sticks, you shouldn't do that. If somebody tries to hit you, you should hit them back. That's fine. Stand your ground. That's okay. But to say that, like, only white nationalists have been emboldened by the Trump, it's, it's not true. The far left and then... A lot of those people, the Silicon Valley people, all that have been emboldened by this because they've been gaslit by the media too. And their social circles at their cocktail parties to where they must do something. They must use their privilege and power and money to do something. That is crush you. 
and open up the fucking borders and have everybody be fucking Muslim and like yay and all that and all that. I mean, at least at least with some of the, like the young rich people at this point, they don't like Israel. I can get on board with that. That's cool. But they have used this guy. They've used Donald Trump, the first guy to come along and be like, "Hey, uh, white working class, you you matter. That's okay." And I think that all of this stuff is bad. What's going on? The guy who dared go against their Fuhrer, Obama, or what do they call the communist things? Because he's not uh, Obama's not Hitler. He's uh, one of those commie guys. What do, what do they call him? What do they call Stalin, Spicky? I don't know. Dictator. Yeah, just whatever he is. You know, one of those. <sighs> Use that. And they just riled it all up. And a lot of it is for money. A lot of it's for the, the, the fucking ratings and shit like that. I mean, CNN is especially guilty of that. But it is at the expense of, like, every normal-ass person. How many people did you guys know Thanksgiving 2015 that were largely normal people because the, Trump was still a joke then. How many, like, they were like, ah, whatever. Maybe you'd been like, I like Donald Trump. And they'd be like, okay, buddy. And now they won't fucking talk to you anymore. That's the, it's the fucking media's fault. Like, I don't, I don't even know what type of show we are, Spicky. We're right wing, you know, uh, I don't know. Like, I'm going to sound like Gavin McKinnis. We're, like, we're a right-wing comedy news show thing. I, I don't know what the hell we are. But the only thing that we've been totally, completely consistent on is, oh, my God, the media is horrible. And, yeah, yeah I mean, you know, it's like <sighs> make excuses for a lot of people. Like, free Takashi, all right? I don't care what he did. Just get, just get, get my man out of jail. Let him release the album. I want to hear Dummy Boy. I want to hear that shit. All right? I don't care what he, he supposedly did or whatever. I don't believe it either. He can do no wrong. But He's gone forever, man. Shut up. <laughs> He's gone forever. He might as well be fucking X. Just gone. I don't like your I mean, attitude, bud. Oh, well. That's... Sorry, man. He's going away forever. I mean, do, do, do you think I'm wrong here, though, that... This is this is ninety percent media. Democrats have been doing this bullshit for years. Republicans have been soft dicked losers for years and years, and it's all the big fucking you know oh yay for Israel and all that. Let's open the borders so that we can make a bunch of money off of the backs of uh, you know brown people and all that shit. They've always you know all these people have been like this for like way longer than we've been around. But the media capitalized on Donald Trump. And they're they're like the hands down the worst people. Like I I don't know who you can blame for more deaths at this point from extremists more uh, you know on on one side or the other whatever you want to call extremists violence and and all this stuff I don't know who else you could blame besides the media because it's kind of their op it's kind of their responsibility to not make everything about Donald Trump. If Donald Trump is this big meanie guy who's like causing all this stuff, then stop fucking paying attention to him. Like stop giving him every time the guy sends a tweet, "Oh, he's stoking the flames of racism." Whatever. They love it. They love this shit. Like I just want to go back to what it used to be where you could talk about this stuff and it wasn't 
with sticks. You could have these conversations. You were still labeled a racist or whatever, but it wasn't bonfires of, of colleges. It's the media that's done this shit. It's not any politician, even Maxine Waters. They are just jumping on board with it because that's how you get reelected. That's what the media wants to because they're stoking the flames and they're saying like, ah, here you go. Like this will give you more airtime and know that and name recognition gets you reelected, all of that. Everybody feels that they're in some type of fucking war against the other one. And the thing is, you're a bunch of losers. You're not anything. I'm a guy in an apartment that I'm not supposed to be smoking in. You're just people. And you can't go and talk to the other side of that. You can't. Like, what's what's going to happen? You're going to hit with a stick. Or your side's going to call you a cuck or call you a crypto fascist. And I'm not saying, like, radical centrism. I'm not saying, like, oh, let's all get together and agree on shit. I'm saying, let's look at the common enemy. Which is the goddamn government. Uh, lots of parts of it. And then the goddamn media. Like, dude, Nancy Pelosi has nobody's interest in mind. Mitch McConnell was a fag. This is exactly what's supposed to be happening in their eyes. The media just is so excited about it. Yeah, they went and hit each other with sticks and got arrested and all that. People got framed for things and this and that and the other. That's the whole point of it. It's just, it sucks dick. I don't know what I'm thankful for, Spiggy. Yeah, the media, um, if they were on Trump's side, this would be an entirely different fucking world right now. I mean, he's done pretty well for what he has to work with, and then the constant bullshit and uh, fags like Brian Stelter going on and uh, defending Antifa going to Tucker Carlson's house. Yeah. Like, what the fuck is wrong with these people? Uh, they're getting more bold, too. They're just, you know... They, they're not even hiding it. How do people fall for this shit anymore in 2018? I mean... The I, age of social media. How do people fall for this shit where they're constantly being called out for liars and they don't retract their shit? If they do, it's a little editor's note at the bottom of the page or something. Or they just delete the article altogether. Um, how do people still fall for that, man? People are sheep. It's easier. It's easier with social media. Nobody reads anything. It's just the, the headlines, and you go, this agrees with my internal bias, and, and, and that's it. And, like, that shit pisses me the fuck off. I mean, like, listen, I've got my bias. We're a pretty right-wing uh, show. We're, you know, we're, we're a talk show or whatever. Uh, but... I mean, I, I, I love when I get some, like, there was that uh, security guard guy, the black fella, Jamel something or rather, that uh, was shot by the police after he stopped and, uh, a, a dude shooting some some people. He stopped him, and then the cop showed up and killed him. I thought, wow, thank you, racist-ass police, because that's what happened. Like, that's just what happened, you know? And, of course, the left was all over it, like, uh, you know, the good guy with a gun myth, you know, all of that. You know, this is one thing that happened, but, like, it's very unfortunate that it happened. Like, nobody's willing to do that shit. Even our friends, I find that so fucking annoying. Like, you're just as fucking bad if you're just, like, all for, like, oh, I'm fine for, like, giant-ass government and all of this shit that's gonna dictate how I think and say uh, as long as it's white people doing it. Like, fuck you. That's, I, the country was founded on, like, I don't like white people doing that shit. 
They're like, it's fine to be tribal. I understand that. We have to do that. That's understandable. But it's un- it, it, you do that so that you understand the fucked up clown world that we're in at the moment. You you don't have to just like give away all of your all of your principles, I guess. If you're gonna create a utopia in your head about what's gonna happen, at least put good people in there. It's it's just a shitty time to be alive. I, arguably, it's like some of the best time. It's like arguably one of the best times in the in history to be alive. I mean, like I'm not worried about getting polio, you know. Uh, although a lot of these diseases are going to come back thanks to all the uh, the migrants. So, you know, maybe we'll get to have some polio here soon. But, like, you know, I'm not worried about tuberculosis. I'm not worried about the plague. Not yet. That's for the, that's for later. It's just a nightmare, Spicky. I, I, I don't know. Let's go ahead and wrap this thing up. What do we, what do we have to be thankful for um, on Thanksgiving, bud? Uh... Not turkey, man. I don't like that shit. You don't like turkey? I guess, why, why not? I don't just don't like it. I don't know. It's too dry. I mean, it's fine in like a deep fryer, but I don't like uh, I don't like fucking turkey in the oven. I never had deep it's fried awful. turkey. I always wanted it, but growing up, my mom was like, uh, "It's too dangerous," which is true because people put like frozen turkeys in their in their deep fryers all the time and then burn their house down. Thank you, the South. <laughs> Yeah, and then they'll take them and put them out in their front lawn, and it'll start raining, and the grease will mix with it, and it'll yeah. just fucking, oh, it's fucking bad news, man. Real bad news. But, yeah, turkey fryers might be a little dangerous, but I think they're worth it. Well, they're only dangerous if you're not fucking retarded. Like, it's just, it's one of those things. It's like a gun, you know? It's like, be careful and use it as directed, and you should be okay. These are the yeah, people that eat the gels and the little uh, things that like uh, that come in like packs of underwear and socks or shoes or whatever, and they're like, you know, do not eat, and they're like, yeah, I'm gonna fucking try that. This is the it's same quality of people, same quality of fucking people, and, th- and they're from the south. Yeah. yeah, the people who don't have power run their fucking generator in their living room or something, mm-hmm. so they don't have an extension cord, and then they just die of carbon monoxide poisoning. You know, at that point, it's just you fucking deserve yeah. it. Darwinism, yeah. I it's I don't know. So what do you, I mean? What are you gonna eat for Thanksgiving then? What do you like to eat for Thanksgiving if you if you're not a turkey guy? Uh just whatever else is there. I I could give a fuck less about it, man. I like I might skip it altogether. Go do something else. What's open on Thanksgiving? You got Chinese restaurants, probably, right? No, the Chinese they they probably celebrate Thanksgiving. Uh, do they? I don't know. I was thinking of Christmas. You know, because they don't sell. I don't know what's open. I know I don't know what's open, but I don't really want to go see my family. So there's also that. Yeah. They uh, suck. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. We're just doing a. Erica wanted to wanted to cook, so I'm just gonna have food here, uh, and then my mom got a hold of me today, and uh, was like, "Yeah, we're gonna do a thing Saturday." I was like, "Well, maybe." Like, I got I got stuff to do on Saturday. Um, yeah, I don't know. I'm a, I'm a mashed potato guy, and I think this is a conversation we had at the beginning of the show last year. Um, I like corn in the mashed potatoes, and you, and it's it's just good stuff. You got to keep the skin on. You got to have the corn in. 
and I learned this. I didn't know this until I, I had a KFC famous bowl, and I was like, corn and mashed potatoes is fucking amazing. Outside of that, I don't know. I'm not a big, uh, like, pumpkin pie is all right. Not a big fan. Pecan pie is better. Like, uh, what else? I mean, I, I, I think you're right. Thanksgiving just sucks. Oh, it's terrible. Fucking terrible. You should be grateful to see people you haven't seen in months or whatever if you're, you know, a spread out family like me, but I just don't like doing it. Well, it's a shame that politics has, like, kind of ruined Thanksgiving. And, I mean, that, that was always kind of a thing. It's like Thanksgiving and politics and whatever, you know, because it's family you don't see that often for a reason, and they come, you know, from, from all out or whatever. But I'm sure some people have a good time. Uh, I just think it's kind of ruined now. I mean, like, what do you think, like, pre-2016 versus now? I mean, I, I, I'll bet there's plenty of people that just – I, I know I can't be the only one that like has not talked to a lot of their family, you know, for the longest time uh, as a result of like, not because of me, not because I'm like, oh, fuck you. It's they don't like my shit. So I'm an evil person that they won't fucking associate with anymore. It's kind of a shame. Like it, it's 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 depressing. And then you just go, ah, well, if you're me, you go, ah, Lived out on the West Coast for most of my life. I've only seen you like twice in the past 10 years. So I guess it's not that big of a deal. Yeah, I don't talk about politics really. But uh, I'll correct people when they're wrong. But uh, we don't talk about politics uh, in my family hardly at all. I have no interest in doing it, man. I, I, I just... We do it so much. And then uh, I don't want to get in a heated argument with people in my family who... Uh, Already deserve to get their asses kicked. <laughs> you just beat them up for different reasons. Yeah. Well, when I was a kid, that's that's pretty much what happened. But well, we just don't talk about shit like that, I guess. Yeah, that's probably the way that it should be. So, I don't know, guys. Uh, happy Thanksgiving. Uh, this one did run real fucking long. Uh, and it was, I, I wouldn't say low energy, but just kind of off, off the rhythm, man. And... You know, that's to be expected. Uh, I think I think Spicky and I both kind of got, like, really burnt out. Um, I know I especially just – it just fucking killed me. But, you know, we're going to we're gonna get back into uh, into the groove of stuff. Um, there's too much to cover. You know, I realize why we – because I, I did, Spicky. I was like, we can just do this once a week. And I totally forgot that we used to do the show once a week and why we stopped doing it once a week. Uh so I don't know. We'll figure something out for you guys. But, you know, there's always the YouTube channel, uh, youtube.com slash Brighton Proctor, where I, I, I do just uh, random nonsense. When um, uh, December 7th, when the We Happy Few DLC comes out, I'll probably play that uh, and, and, and stream that for no fucking good reason at all. But, yeah. So I guess we got uh, uh, we got that going on. Uh, do you got any last happy holiday words for these guys before we uh, we see them the next time? No, Thanksgiving sucks. Don't enjoy it. <laughs> I won't. Don't enjoy it. Yeah. Try not to talk about politics. Try not to own on your uh, 20-year-old liberal cousin too terribly much. But if you have to, um, you know, just I, it, I guess enjoy what you can. I'm not thankful for shit, man. I'm I'm just like I'm still just fucking depressed all the time. Like I just I just, just like 
my life's like not as bad as it was two years ago, but you know, it somehow makes it worse, man. <laughs> it's just, it somehow makes it worse. I'm like, Oh, like all this is here. And like, I should be happy. I'm just like, ah, not, I think I'd be, I think I'd be like way happier. Just like, like living in the mud somewhere. I'd be like, this sucks. Let me, let me figure out. You're a 30 year old heading back into an emo phase is what's going on. Yeah. I'm going to grow the hair at least, you know, then I can get like really bad skin again. <laughs> That'd be cool. <laughs> but all right, guys, uh, we're going to go ahead and get out of here. Um, and we'll, uh, we'll, we'll see you soon. <laughs> Thank <laughs> you.